0: People. Yes, you're very welcome along. It is Kilkenny versus Antrim. Round three of the Leinster Championship in Corrigan Park. We'll be chatting with Aidan Taggy-Fogarty, eight-time All-Ireland winner in just a few moments. But I'm going to go across right now to Oshin Langan and Michael Walsh, who are going to get us up for the match. Oshin, how are you, sir? I'm very, very good. The last time we were here,
1: it was in the league. It was quite cold and chilly. It was a dark day. It couldn't be any more different today. It is sunny. It is warm, the grass is green, the fans are all in a great mood. No one wearing a jacket, it's just a beautiful day. It is, Michael Walsh, a championship day.
2: Yeah, it certainly is, uh, Oisin. Uh, great great atmosphere around the place. Uh, small, compact ground as we know, but great atmosphere around the place and it feels like summer here and, you know, hopefully the match will, will follow suit. Uh, a beautiful day, great setting and both teams are out warming up at the minute. Are you happy with Kilkenny's championship so far? I uh, wouldn't be fully happy, I don't think anybody would be. Uh, Uh, you know the the West match was a non-event last Sunday was I thought a very good game and uh, you know Kenny played very well in patches but uh, obviously they'll have to be more consistent as as it goes on
1: how do you find that consistency? Is it just a matter of playing games and kind of getting into it? Yeah, I think so. And it's just a
2: matter of concentration and stuff like that. You know, it's very unusual for Kilkenny to lose a six-point lead in 15 minutes in Northern Park. I haven't seen that too often. And it's just a bit concerning that that, that kind of thing happens. But look, uh, it's, it's very early in the championship yet. And, uh, you know, both those teams seem to be so much stronger, Kilkenny and Galway, I mean, than any other team in Leinster at the moment.
1: This is subject to change. But the Kilkenny team, as named is Ole Murphy and Gold, Hugh Lawler at fullback, Tommy Walsh and Mikey Butler in the cornerback position David Blanchfield and Dara Corcoran are the wing backs with Richie Reed at centre back Adrian Mullen and Alan Murphy named in midfield Tom Phelan John Donnelly and Billy Ryan are the half forwards uh, Mossy Cohn TJ Reid and Owen Cody are the full forward line do you like the look at that team Nicky
2: um, yeah look uh, it's I suppose it's one or two lads Alan Murphy Tom Feele getting a big chance today I, I spoke to Shane yesterday on the radio the one thing I suppose concerning me is down through the last number of years Kilkenny don't have a set midfield it seems to be chopping and changing uh, all the time now I know Paddy Deegan is out injured and maybe he'd fit in there I'm not sure he plays big forward as well at times but I, I just said that Adrian Mullen is the one thing that just me, I think midfield is actually his best position, and you know I know people will say they will lose him in the forwards, but I think he'll score as much from midfield as he would anywhere else, and I, I I just hope that maybe they get settled in that area because I think it's a very important area going forward.
1: And there's a few players in there who can kind of play their way to fitness. TJ Reid is amongst them, and that's the great thing for Kilkenny in the Leinster Championship. But I know how much of a monster hurling snob I sound like here, but ultimately, if you're Kilkenny, you can cruise through this part of the championship. Yeah. You can't do that if you're Limerick.
2: No, I look, at, that's a very good point, and it's a fair point. I know you'll have be. A, of whatever but the facts are the facts like the monster matches whilst they're maybe a bit more open than anywhere else they're still you know riveting to watch like had two unbelievable Saturday nights, and uh, the Kenny Galway match wasn't a bad game, but otherwise in Leinster Wexford Dublin yesterday was off poor spectacle. But my
1: point is, is that TJ Reid can play his way into Oh, yeah,
2: he yeah, dead on. No, no, and, and any of them can, you're right, because if you were going into the same uh level as this is in Munster at the moment, you'd find that very hard. So, yeah, he can he can just meander. He did this last year rushing. The lads are saying he was a bit slow or whatever, he looks a like bit this. But against Galway last year he was taken off at half time, and we know how he ended up the year. So he
1: you're dead right, he's building his fitness as goes along and ready for the bigger days ahead these two haven't met in the championship since 1993 that was an All-Ireland semi-final Kilkenny won it 418 to one in goal that day won Michael Walsh what are your memories of it?
2: yeah I remember that the first half was very very close and uh, we weren't at all happy at half time I think there was only a point or two in it they had run us very close in the semi-final two years previous as well then we, that famous goal that people might remember where Peter Delaney crossed the ball and DJ Kerry came back after the doubled on it into the net so that was probably the turning point in the game it, the result was easy in the end but the match certainly wasn't
1: two years before that's the one that got away for this Antrim team yeah. they'll tell you that they were in the All-Ireland final two years earlier yeah. but 1991 that's the one they really regret
2: they do because uh, heading into injury time we were at level and uh, you know it was a very very worrying time standing back in the goal watching but Emma Morrissey and DJ Kerry got points from out outside I don't know 90 yards unbelievable scores to get us 2 to final but yeah, you're right Antrim will regret that one forever more because it would have been a huge scalp
1: for them Mickey Walsh for now thank you very much the sun is shining behind us at the Black Mountains as we look over uh, across to the terrace we can see the city centre off to our white, right is the White Rock, Rock Roadside that's where everyone's parking the cars and coming in to get a cup of tea uh, before the game and the terrace is right beside us and that is bedecked with black and amber and saffron at the moment the stand is filling up as well Kieran Kearney is giving me away from Antrim and we'll get to him in a second because now we're going to take a little bit of a break and hand it back to Shane and Taggy for analysis
0: thanks very much Oshin and Michael Walsh we'll be going back there very very soon as he so correctly said without saying eight time All-Ireland winner Mr Aidan Taggy Fogarty Taggy thanks for joining us not at all thanks for having me you weren't playing in that game that they were talking about with Michael Walsh were no, you no Mickey, uh,
3: <laughs> Mickey has a few years on me to be fair Yeah. so no I definitely wasn't
0: hey, we were talking to Terence Sambo-McNaughton there. Yesterday, arguably one of Antrim's greatest ever hurlers, and he spoke about the fortress that is Corrigan Park. Um, I don't know if you've had the pleasure of playing there, as they stated in the in the championship. It's been a long, long time, but you probably played there in in, in
3: general. Why does this have such an allure to it? Yeah, um, it's a real it's a real difficult one. I tell you, it's it's the first of all, it's the travel um, heading up. I we, we used to play mostly in the league, uh, Shane. Uh, we never, uh, I never played him in championship, um, and it was uh, it was the us up to the long distance and it was up to uh, Caseburn Park where we kind of played them and we played them out uh, I can't even remember the pitch it was out in in the north north of of Antrim it was literally on the coast and (laughs) there was was wind and there was was a gale force breeze and it was just all Antrim and um, you know you're you're, you're going up and you're expected to get a result and straight away you know mentally and psychology you're kind of thinking right we're we're expected to get a result but anyone that ever goes up there it's a tough tough slog the pitches are smaller Antrim love their hurlers they're, they're, re, they're actually really really good hurlers technically uh, they love the GEA up there and it's just an enclosed park it, it kind of reminds me like of maybe a Wexford park but just up the north it's just a different level it's just it's a really hard place to go to
0: they have been there already this season albeit in the league 118 to 15 points I think it was the first game of the league is there anything to be taken from that because the two games are so close together um, has the championship lost a bit of its allure because they've already played in the league in close close proximity and a lot of these teams are meeting each
3: other once again um, no I don't think so um, for the very fact that the league is a total different entity and I think uh, the, the, what, what teams put into the league is totally different from what they put into the championship it's a total different competition uh, we, we've seen it already we've seen it in Leinster we've seen it in Munster uh, teams just uh, they, they don't really put a lot of effort into the league if they get a good run if they see a few players um, so best but it's all about championship and uh, to be fair to Antrim They have uh, put an awful lot of effort in. I think up there they have to unfortunately they have to hit the ground running in January in terms of keeping the level of consistency at a certain level all the time to get marginal results if that kind of makes sense because maybe like the Hawks the, the Tips whatever the, the 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 normal kind of teams like the Kennys the Galways they can afford to be missing maybe 5 or 6 players try a few new faces uh, you know maybe uh, taper down train at certain times but Antrim have to be going all, full belt all the time and I think they have done and they have done very well they have kept consistency all the time and even if you look at the championship you know they drew with Dublin um, up, in, um, up in Corrigan Park mm-hmm. um, they lost to Wexford but you four know points. four points is all down in Wexford Park so done relatively well down there and I believe this game today Shane is a massive game for Antrim because it's their last home game as we said already they're going to make this place a fortress Mickey Welch touched it already about how difficult that is to get a result and I'm not being cliche here saying the old usual oh look it's going to be a tough game but we're going to want winners I genuinely believe Antrim are going to hit the ground running and really tear into Kilkenny today uh, Kilkenny went up yesterday um, because they are really don't want to take their eye off the ball uh, if, if, if they slip up or if they leave Antrim in this game I genuinely believe they can smell blood and, and you wouldn't know what way it could go like genuinely championship is so so difficult and then you have we have, we have Dublin and Wexford so they're not easy games either so uh, this is Antrim's last home game it's a fortress you know Kilkenny are travelling up will like Derek will definitely not take the eye off the ball and that's why they went up yesterday I believe because they just want to be so prepared get a result here get out of Corrigan Park and get back down to the next weekend
0: uh, Talking about possibly leaving stuff behind you we'll go back to last week against Galway Kilkenny six points up and Michael Walsh touched upon it as well when we talked to Derek Ling afterwards words, he said it felt like a defeat. Henry Shefflin said it was a point well earned. What's your takeaway from that game?
3: Yeah, um I would go on the lines of Derek, yeah. I, I believe it, it felt I was at it, it felt like a kind of a defeat um after the game. Uh Kilkenny were were playing very well at certain spells of that game. But at the end of the day, Shane, we were six points up, ten minutes ago. For me we should be closing out that game. We kinda of left Galway hanging a small bit. Now they did come at us. Henry made a few substitutions that worked out very, very well for him. Um, but for Galway to come down to Nolan Park and for Kilkenny to be playing kind of so well and six points up with ten minutes to go we should have seen it out and I think Galway will feel that they got a, got a result there in Kilkenny Was it Henry substitutions then or was there something that Kilkenny weren't doing? Um, look I think there's a bit of a boat. I think Kilkenny should have squeezed out the game in terms of you know not allowing Galway's probably to, to run at it. you know you talk about that middle third they should have just blocked everything up you know they should have shored up um, there's one or two points that we kind of missed which kind of sucked the energy out out of Kilkenny and it kind of left Galway just hanging and then they got a run and that's the fear if you leave teams in championship if they get a run we seen him in Cork last night if they get a run on you anything can happen you know goals can just fly in left right and center so i believe the substitutions did work um you know Andy make big cup substitutions took off Conor Whelan and, and took off Cooney like they're they're big names for Galway mm-hmm. and were off relatively, um, relatively newcomers and he did get a great score but we should be seeing that game out Yeah I
0: think that was the sentiment that was shared even amongst TJ when we were talking to him there yesterday but that's behind us now um, it was it was a draw um, Antrim have a draw themselves as well so it's, it's going to be an interesting game um, I touched upon this with Michael Walsh as well the, the likes of Freeze we've seen that Conal Cunning has been quite clinical when it comes to freeze for Antrim of course then TJ Reid one of the greatest free takers of all time the game has kind of descended a lot into freeze um, in my opinion anyway and when we're talking to Terence McNaught, he's talking about the ball being light I think you touched upon this before as well are you enjoying the games as much because this is what every year seems to be of The game isn't the same as it used to be game isn't the same as the olden days
3: what way do you feel about that yeah um, am I enjoying the games yeah I'm enjoying certain games Um, do I enjoy the games as I did I tell you I saw a clip there uh, during the week uh, of the Munster final in 1991 and uh, now it was, it was a crazy atmosphere Aidan Ryan went down got a block and put it in the back of the net and the whole crowd came in on the field game wasn't even over he was shouldering fans and he was shouldering uh, Cork lads to get out of his way uh, just a different era but definitely the kind of the ebb and flow of a game of where the ball is on the, the six yard block the six, the six yard line maybe at one end and then all of a sudden it's at the other end and it's 50-50 that and trust of maybe um, that 50-50 possession who's going to, who's going to win possession that is that is gone out of the game completely and that that's one thing that supporters love uh, I can understand why it's gone out of the game because it's all about possession rates so for me now it it, it is a little bit structured Um, I think championship uh, uh, it definitely shows up di- different things because when you're w- when your life is on uh, on the line you tend to kind of show off the shackles a small bit but I think the hurling is definitely a little bit structured now you look at the game last night a brilliant game of hurling um, if you look at the Leinster um, game between Dublin and Wexford, Wexford yeah. very poor and th- my analysis on that was like these are two teams trying to play the modern game and playing it very poorly Um, you know they they were trying to the sharp puck out strategy which doesn't suit their team, or they haven't uh, done enough um, analysis on it, or they haven't done uh, an, enough training with it. But it was very lackluster and, and very poor. And that's the problem teams are trying to maybe change the way they play just because they see Limerick winning. And everyone takes a small bit of a winning team and how they can do it. But like it did, didn't work last night at all, and they weren't able to execute the the, the, the game they were trying to play. Uh, Wexford for me are, are kind of like an off the cuff team. And this might be lazy analysis or maybe kind of cliche stuff, but they are an off the cuff team. They tend to to play kind of long ball you know kind of fast kind of off the cuff and, and, and dub them as well the, the short puckers weren't suiting them at, at all so you know that's the flip side people are trying to play the modern game and, and they just can't we're going to go take a quick ad break there, uh, Taggy. We'll be back in just a few moments. Don't go anywhere. Kilkenny
0: versus Antrim on the way.
4: KCLR pre match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people.
0: We'll be going over to Carrick and Bark very, very soon. Ushin Langan and Michael Walsh providing the commentaries for us. I'm in here with Aidan Taggy Fogarty from the comfort of the studio here in Kilkenny. Uh, Taggy, I touched upon it with Michael Walsh there yesterday. The midfield is chopping and changing the whole time. Adrian Mullin now is back in there. What's going on? Does he know his best midfield?
3: Yeah, I think the answer to that is no he doesn't and that's why AJ Mullen is in there it's been swapping and changing uh, not only this year Shane it's been swapping and changing for the last 5 or 6 years sure. and, I, and I believe they haven't settled on, um, on their midfield at all and haven't uh, maybe haven't replaced a Michael Fennelly uh, since he's retired either um, AJ Mullen is in there now and Derek Corcoran is back wing back and I think that is a better setup. up uh, Mullen the last day was quieter than usual um, so I'd say that's why they have him back in midfield uh, he's a serious engine on him and uh, talking to the lads he goes at like 90% all the time like you know when he's making kind of a run off the ball he is gone at 90% all the time when he's tracking back he's just his level and the kilometres he gets into him is crazy so I think midfield will suit him I think it definitely strengthens it up I think um, Murphy is there on the flip side to kind of uh, spray he's a lovely striker to ball so you'd be expecting him to put in a lovely ball into the full forward line and well able to take a score as well but it's a it's a place we have been struggling is at the midfield and we're trying to find a partner to or couldn't really find a partnership either at the time uh, but I do feel Mullen is definitely a, a, an option in midfield and has played midfield, midfield there and has played very well midfield but the flip side of that is you're taking him out of a half forward line uh, and a danger towards a threat towards goal and a threat coming through the centre and that's why it's a big game for Tom Feelin. and we're, we're also I think looking for a pacey forward you know Tom Ph- the, the, um, Clifford was tried the last day uh, probably wasn't one of, one, one, of, one of his best days but he has pace uh, Tom Feelin is in today he's Pace and you know, I might be wrong at the end of the game, but I expect Tom Fien to have a right good game here today. He's kind of unseen, unknown. He has done it in the league matches, you know. He kind of he's a type of fella now who score maybe 1 2 uh, and might be seen for 60 or 70 minutes. Well, the important thing
0: is you said 1 2. Because goals are yeah. gonna begging quite a bit for Kilkenny in the past while now maybe that'll change with TJ getting a bit more up to speed over the past while. But is it a concern for you? Um,
3: it is a concern. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, we haven't really threatened even to get a score, uh, a goal. We didn't uh, against Galway. We didn't threaten at all. Uh, Westmead. We had chances but didn't um, clinically take him. Uh, and Tom Phelan is a goal, a goal getter. And as we mentioned already, and as you alluded to yourself, uh, TJ just needs a couple of matches. He, he looked, um, you know, just not match fit. And uh, the more matches he get. To him the better he'll be and if you look at the full forward line Owen Cody was on fire TJ we know what he can do A Mossy Cone, big 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 man awkward kind of a style uh, work break, break kind of a ball so I, I liked it, the look of that full forward line but definitely goals is what, we're, what we need and we will need him going later on in the championship I think uh, We see
0: Richie Hogan and Walter Walsh back into the side um, after injuries uh, Conor Fogarty didn't make it onto the panel is it a concern that he might be a bit injured?
3: Yeah I'd say he is injured like I don't think he'd go from playing midfield one day to not just not being on the panel at all yeah. the next day, so I'd say he's, he's carrying a knock. Um, obviously Paddy Deegan is, is a loss. You know, Paddy Deegan is actually a huge loss. He's a serious option for for that Kilkenny team as well. So um, it's, it's it's interesting to see that the two guys are back on. Um, I feel after the Limerick League final, uh, Derek probably said, right, we at the end of the day we're going to need big men. We're going to need ball winners, and the two guys are, are that. And uh, you know, it, it is good to see him back. Uh, how well they're going in training, how fit they are, I I don't know, but I I think we will need. Them. and I think they might see game time today, especially Walter Walsh. Uh,
0: someone who probably won't is Timmy Clifford with the under 20 semi final on, on Wednesday as well. Mm. And we know that a lot of them have come out. Mark Downing was talking to us, calling it a farcical decision. Uh, they haven't seemed to have got it right, but I would imagine it, it would be interesting to see if Timmy gets on.
3: Yeah, it will be interesting. Look, I think the whole rule is a bit of a farce. Mm. <clears throat> if you talk to any player um, that plays under 20, they want to play that competition. They want to play senior as well. Uh, um, you know, but with all the recovery, with all the uh, strengthening conditions, with all the kind of um, you know strength analysis that's going on, surely there's a way of um, you know getting these guys primed for, for matches. Um, soccer can do it three times a week. I know it's a different game, but absolutely, I feel it's it's a ridiculous rule. Uh, under twenties going out with an under strength team that they know two players that are playing senior. And the the thing is now, you see, this is the arc a bit with Clifford. He's not on the team, yeah. you know, so he mightn't even get a game. Uh, and next thing, yeah, he can play the, the But the thing is, if it's under twenty game, was before the senior game, and he played the twenty game. That's the problem. And I think they should play. I think it's a far skill rule. Thank you. We'll be talking
0: at half time. We're going to go take a quick ad break. When we come back, we'll be going to Corrigan Park. The teams are on the field. Lachie Langan and Michael Walsh bringing you all the action. Don't go anywhere.
4: KCLR pre-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people.
5: KCLR Live Sport: The Leinster Senior Hurling Championship, Kilkenny versus Antrim. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at LaHarts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LahardsVolkswagen.ie.
1: Welcome to Corrigan Park. It's a sunny and warm day for this Leinster Senior Championship clash of Antrim and Kilkenny. It's the first meeting between these two in the championship here since 1943, when the Saffrons won 3-3 to 1-6. That is their only ever championship victory against Kilkenny. Kilkenny have won seven. Antrim have won just the one. Recently in the league, they've met a bit. Kilkenny have beaten Antrim by 10 points, 3 points and 6 points in recent years, but this is their first Championship meeting since 1993. Michael Watch, what are you expecting?
2: Yeah, um, I look at. Uh it should be tasty for a while. Hopefully, that I you know there's a very strong breeze here, blowing down the field uh, as we look. And uh, you know, I, I'd imagine if Antrim get a chance to take that, they will. They need to be in the game for as long as they possibly can. In the end, I think it should be a comfortable enough up victory for Kilkenny What the people might know is Antrim have lost a couple of very key players and even one more before the match. Their outstanding centre back, Owen Campbell, not playing.
1: Well, he walked into the ground in a moon boot, so it's no surprise he's to see that he's not there. playing. Yeah, there he is walking <laughs> over to the side of the pitch. We're about to get the anthems, but before we get that one thing the lads talked about in studio Shane and Taggy is that Kilkenny have yet to score a goal in the championship do you expect them to try and go for goals today or is it a case that if it happens it happens but if you win the match who cares
2: yeah uh, I actually think they will go for goals a bit today I think that you know that, that criticism will knock them a bit and uh, as as we said they haven't even uh, threatened the ball really so they will be definitely I'd say going for the juggler a bit today
1: we'll run you through the teams then we'll have the game live and in full here on KCLR before all that though the crowd will be upstanding for the anthem as we told you it is sunny and warm but you could hear it during the anthem there is a stiff breeze blowing from the White Rock Road end that's the dressing room end of the ground behind us the Black Mountains the famous Black Mountains overlooking Belfast across on the far side it's normally empty but on a day like today it's the place to be the terrace is full of people because it's such a beautiful championship day we're about to start the game Shane Hines from Galway is our referee for Kilkenny it's the team that I named you about uh, 25 minutes ago that hasn't changed there's one change for Antrim starting 15 although we knew that was going to happen Owen Campbell is out and in for him is Paul Boyle Kilkenny had the possession TJ Reid in front of the stand just inside the 65 is fouled and that will be a free in to Kilkenny the wind in Kilkenny's favour in the first half
2: yeah uh, so that's a sign that Kilkenny obviously have won the toss and they're going for the juggler as we said and he's Reid is actually playing out a left half forward here so there's a bit of movement in the Kilkenny forward division
1: if you can you don't want to leave Antrim in a game here because that's when they're really good a draw against Dublin earlier in the championship for Antrim here TJ Reid hits the free from just inside the 65 about uh, 7 or 8 metres in off the stand side and no surprise that he puts it over 8 frees last week for TJ Reid 9 points in total he's already got uh, Kilkenny's first today 45 seconds gone Kilkenny leading by 1 point to no score
2: Yeah, very, very good free he's just expected now he just doesn't miss and can he have started well here it's David Blanchfield
1: They struggled here in the league at times but they did win the game yeah. Here's Tom Phelan Tom Phelan going long diagonal ball across the pitch that's a fantastic catch inside popped up by John. Donnelly, goal chance on and Kilkenny get their first goal of the championship through Mossy Keown, it was a fantastic catch by John Donnelly, he turned, he was in around the 20 metre line, middle of the pitch, passed it out with the hand pass to the right and Martin Keown, Mossy as he's probably better known, bounced it past the goalkeeper Ryan Elliott, Kilkenny, 1-1 Antrim no score, 1 minute and 24 seconds gone. Yeah, brilliant
2: goal, Uh, very well worked, Uh, Donnelly's in a full forward and Kilkenny are just dominating here
1: at the very start of this game. 1-1 to no score. Kilkenny looking to ratchet it up if they can. Billy Ryan with a strike from just inside the Antrim 65. Two or three metres in off the sideline. He cushions that one over. Billy Ryan with a fantastic score. Scored a couple of points last week against Galway in the draw. He's now just nailed one here against Antrim.
2: Yeah, very good score. As I said, Kilkenny have started really, really sharply here. And, uh, you know, they're they're absolutely destroying Antrim at the minute. And uh, Antrim need to settle in. But they're very interested in the This wind is very strong.
1: And as I said, I thought Antrim would have it, but they don't. Here they come. Though. Walsh hits it long from his own 45. It bounces on the Kilkenny 45 or around it. And sweeping it up is Adrian Mullen. Mullen gets it back to Richie Reid. Richie Reid hits it down the wing. It kind of curves inside. It's going to drop in around the D. Who's going to win a Breaking ball comes to Masi Kyon. He kicks it along the ground. His teammate. Tom Phelan arching his back trying to get it up he's policed by Colonel Bothell and the ball spills out over the line in around the Antrim 20 metre line it will be a line ball to Antrim who've had a poor poor start
2: Yeah they have and they've been struggling big time uh, with the physicality of Kilkenny as well and they've won this line ball but they really need to settle themselves down for the next few minutes it could go really pear-shaped here because they're under severe pressure
1: Well, Kilkenny would be expected to win but I think generally speaking people would expect Antrim to put up a bit of a fight here they haven't done so far doesn't mean they won't Jared Walsh Racing back towards his own goal. Fires a hand pass over to Ryan Elliott. Ryan Elliott collects it in the 13 metre line or just inside of it. Gets it out to Paddy Burke, who can get forward and who can get scores. Ball and stick up towards the 65. Between the 65s now, hand pass to Michael Bradley. Fumbles, picks it up, but he's got a lot, a lot of room. Gets it out with a stick pass to Keelan Malloy. Malloy plants the feet just outside the Kilkenny 45 on the right hand side, hitting it into the car park end and getting Antrim's first score. It was well worked, it was well taken. Three minutes gone. Kilkenny 1-2, Antrim 1 point. Yeah,
2: it was very well worked in fairness to them. like They've got a real sucker blow of a start against them, but uh, they need to do that
1: more. It was a very good score. And there's, oh, look at that. TJ Reid in ocean to space. TJ Reid, ball and stick, bringing it off the wing. Inside the 20, inside the 13. Reid fires it into the back of the net. Kilkenny 2-2, Antrim 1 point, just under four minutes gone. TJ Reid burying that one. He took it outside the 20-meter line on the right side, on the terrace side. He cut inside off the wing. No one got to him. When it's TJ Reid, why would you try and stop TJ Reid? He smashed it into the back of the net.
2: Yeah, and that was crazy defending by Antrim there. He had the freedom of the pitch. And uh, there's only one thing on his mind. And he asked about going for goals. Well, they've got two in the first few minutes here. And, you know, as I said, it's only five minutes gone. And Antrim are in serious, serious trouble here.
1: Could I be an inter-county defender? Of course not. Did I sound a bit smart there? Yes, I did. But I just cannot believe that they left TJ no, Reid unmarked. I have to agree with you there. It was very, very poor. Michael Bradley tries a crossfielder from inside his own 65 but it's taken really well by Tommy Walter of Tullerone he gives it for the runner that's Tom Phelan who's popping up everywhere Phelan, ball on stick heading towards the 45 just inside the perimeter of the pitch lets a shot go and it bounces back into the path of the goalkeeper who actually just allows it to go wide he could have taken it up and played it but he didn't Elliot who's a fine goalkeeper the Dunloy man they're reaching All-Ireland club final this year beaten by Ballyhale Shamrocks Antrim going for a long rangeer through Michael Bradley between the 65s just to the right of centre it's going to up. It does stay alive Neil McManus is fighting for it Eventually it goes out Off his stick It is a wide Kilkenny 2-2 Antrim 1.5 minutes gone In the sunshine Of Belfast
2: Yeah It's just a very Very good start By Kilkenny And likewise for Antrim How they left TJ Reid With so much room From that puck out earlier I
1: will never know But they have And he looks very sharp And it's on him again And he has it again TJ Reid who can make something From nothing But Antrim Have it back And they try and Play around with it at the back. Here's Paddy Burke. Paddy Burke inside his own 45. Stick passes to Colby Cunning, as he's better known. Conal Cunning, as he's officially known. Antrim between the 65s. They're working it well. It's a run down the wing by Keelan Malloy. He's got the ball on stick. He's approaching the 20 metre line. Has to strike it off the stick. But a good hook there from Richie Reed. He did get it towards the goal, but didn't get really anything on it. He does rescue the ball, Keelan Malloy, just in the corner, inside the Kilkenny 13 metre line. Hits it backwards and across the pitch. It bounces into the hand of Connor Johnson, who clips one from just outside the D. Connor. Johnson, puts it over, a good score a needed score, a necessary score Kilkenny 2-2, Antrim 2.6 minutes gone. Yeah
2: and uh, Keelan, will showed a the clean pair of he's there running at the centre of the Kilkenny defence and uh, creating a the chance they got back to get a hook on it but uh, yeah, they worked the point very well in the end and they just need to get a few more of these but they're way too loose at this end of the field although they defended that much, much better.
1: A loose ball out of defence, Paul Boyle takes it hits it down to Neil McManus, McManus pops it outside, it's a run from Niall McKenna, McKenna's blocked up inside the 45, gets it out to Neil McManus who took his eye off it fumbled it regathers runs out towards the terrace side hits it and hits it wide unfortunately from the Antrim point of view I call it a terrace it's a grass bank but you know what I mean a standing area where a crowd is gathered
2: yeah awful poor finish by Neil McManus not like him uh, and I don't think he's fully fit by the way he's moving either and he's bandaged up but he laid it off beautifully at the start but they
1: missed a chance there the stand absolutely packed the two sides either side of the stand packed as well those are standing room areas over on the far side as we look at the grass bank there's hardly a patch of green that we can see because there's so many people around Antrim win a break Keelan Malloy on the 20 approaching the 13 Keelan Malloy shot go for Antrim brilliant goal by Keila Maloy. a long ball was batted down he ran onto the break he was just to the left of the D he ran in towards the 13 metre line and let one go nothing yep. old Murphy could do to stop that seven minutes gone Kilkenny 2-2 two two. Antrim 1-2 yeah and uh, he's then centre forward and he's causing
2: some trouble he was the one who made a run earlier and uh, just missed it at the end he's got a point and a goal and that was a brilliant finish and uh, Antrim was setting a bit now they just have to mark tighter at the back and uh, that's a free, yeah so they're delayed the down here in front of us, Darren Diesel is in front of us, but as I said, to you look they got supper blows at the start, Conceded two very good goals to Kenny,
1: but defensively from their point of view not good. They always give you a rattle here, they always put up a fight. <laughs> they don't want to be patronised, they want to win games. Yeah and, and certainly if they show this kind of spirit they will maybe not today yes, but the does. upward trajectory seems to be continuing for Antrim they it do does, have a yeah. free and they
2: are be delighted with the way they came back there they could have gone away from the, see the stats man down there with, the, with the, uh, uh, something on a laptop I think for to see Darren to see so look he's having a chat now and they're probably dropping that bit deeper I think they got caught badly especially for the second goal
1: the free comes from just inside the Kilkenny 65 Owen Murphy leaps in the air and catches it over the crossbar he's foul on the way out it's a let off for Kilkenny yeah and you, the, have to, the, you have to put them over rushing I think but the breeze is against him and he was just inside his own 65 yeah. to the right of centre now this is a tight pitch but still he will be disappointed
2: yeah the referee's bringing it out now for the centre or something and Owen Murphy great catch by him in fairness and he takes a short one here to Tommy Walsh
1: Tommy Walsh running it out of defence was on the right side now on the left side pops a hand pass up towards uh, Dara Corkin Dara Corkin's inside his own 65 hugging the touchline hits a diagonal across the park TJ Reid running after he's not going to get there but John Donnelly does Niall O'Connor is all over him but he does get it out to TJ who's got his back to goal on the 20 metre line basically standing on the sideline TJ Reid hits it across the face of goal and wide it yeah. remains Kilkenny 2 2, Antrim 1 2, nine minutes gone.
2: They're getting caught, Antrim, with the forward just moving inside them. And, uh, you know, if they're not goal side as a defender, you are in bother. And that time again, they nearly lost the ball. And if John Donnelly had caught it, they were in big bother.
1: Ryan Elliott goes long, Rhea McMullen trying to get there. He does break, it it got away from Boyle. Kilkenny have it back, and it's Tom Phelan between the 65s, drops it, gives the hand pass to Alan Murphy. Alan Murphy making his way down the wing, pops it out in front oh, of Adrian Mullen up. for the run. It's skipping inside the 13 meter line. Mullen has it. He's Bring it in, Mullen, will he go for a goal or pop the hand pass, he pops the hand pass into the lava of Own Cody, Own Cody it's a, well I think it came off the woodwork Owen Cody took the shot, it came off the woodwork no, it was a save, it's gone out for a 65, almost a third goal for Kilkenny, Cody would be disappointed not to have scored that, but what a save from Ryan Elliott diving low to his left yeah, it looks like he's
2: confused more than anybody I didn't think he got sick to it, But anyway, the young birds are right down at it uh, Great move by Kilkenny again Adrian Muller moving forward Very good ball by Alan Murphy to him And I swear it was going to be a third goal But if the keeper saved that, it's some save Because it was a great strike by Owen Cody But Antrim again wide open They could concede goals every time the ball goes up It looks like it could be a goal
1: TJ Reid with the 65 just to the left of centre The breeze at his back Reed facing the main stand here in Corrigan Park. Reed hits it and it goes straight between the posts. Did you expect any other result? He's now on 1-2. Two. Kilkenny 2-3. Antrim 1-3. Ten minutes gone.
2: Yeah, and a very good score by TJ Reid He's not going to miss And, uh, you know, that's a fact But the Antrim defence is way too wide open here And uh, Kilkenny just goes on every time, as I said But they have settled back into the game They were eight points down a few minutes ago It's down to three now
1: Antrim 1-2, oh, I might sorry, have said 1-3 Yeah, that's four, I missed it as well Yeah, Here's another chance now Antrim 1-2, two. Kilkenny 2-3 Kilkenny with a long range shot From just inside the 65 Which goes to the keepers left and wide Don't forget that uh, Aidan Fogarty and Shane O'Keefe Will join us for analysis back in studio. Studio. our half-time analysis thanks to country-style foods local food for local people I'm telling you that because they're obviously watching it on TV and they'll be able to clarify things whether or not Ryan Elliott got his stick to that was it a great save or did it come off the post winning the ball back in midfield as Alan Murphy moves it on to Own Cody Own Cody has a shot from just inside the 65 just to the right of centre Own Cody hits it wide
2: Yeah and it's, the last two chances for Kenny have come from a very four, poor first touch by the Antrim players in the middle of the field Michael Bradley on that occasion
1: and at this level you can't Afford to, to drop the ball because you're punished if so but here come Antrim again Paddy Burke was standing on the 20 metre line delivers a hand pass or a stick pass I should say into the hand of McMullen, who takes it turns he's fouled between the 65s free for Antrim who've grown into the game 11 and a half minutes gone live on KCLR with thanks to uh, a full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny lehartsvoltwagon.ie Kilkenny 2-3 Antrim 1-2
2: yeah Colonel Cunning taking the free now or yeah he is and he missed the last one he needs to score this it's not easy into the breeze a bit but at this level you have to be getting them and uh, the last one dropped short
1: Cunning lining it up just shy of the Kilkenny 65 on the right side of that central channel of the pitch facing the car park end against the breeze it has to be said as well Cunning with those bright luminous pink boots Cunning drifts it over good shot from him Antrim 1-3 Kilkenny 2-3 12 minutes gone yeah and
2: uh, after the start they've had they'll be very very happy but to come back they've, they've definitely got a better grip of the game but uh, as I said they need to tighten it to back they're not playing a sweeper but they need to drop someone deeper because uh, the, the ball in is killing them here's Kilkenny with you Laura
1: Antrim have got three of the last four scores in this game here's Mikey Butler just inside the 45 goes for the diagonal looking for the left corner forward position which he has found it's TJ Reid pops it back with a stick to Alan Murphy Murphy on the 45 had a tight enough angle right in front of the stand but it doesn't matter to him he puts it over good shot from the Glenmore man uh, Kilkenny 2-4 Antrim 1-3 yeah very very good score uh, well worked again
2: TJ Reid is involved in everything here Martin Cohn did ton a, done it a work first later back to Reid back to Murphy and that's a very very good
1: score 13 minutes gone in the sunshine but the breeze of Belfast which perhaps you can hear coming across the microphones great catch in midfield by James McNaughton goes to the ground bounces back up fantastic midfield play gave it to Connell Cunning Cunning gives it backwards, the man who tried to clear it down the park was actually hooked but it kind of fell to McNaughton McNaughton making his way forward following him all the way is Tom Phelan, McNaughton still somehow with the slitter, runs back between the 65s, hits one down towards the 20 metre line, Niall McKenna had it, it. Niall McKenna didn't get it into the hand and didn't turn fast enough, McManus tries to dig it out of the ruck, he's inside the D, can Antrim get the ball or will it be Kilkenny? It is Richie Reid, Richie Reid, stick passes back to Murphy and Murphy clears it, Kilkenny are lucky there because McKenna, the ball came to him, he was just in or around the D a Kilkenny defender slipped and had he got it cleanly he'd have free run to goal he didn't and Kilkenny defended Tommy Walsh coming away with it while trying to get it up into the hand Tommy Walsh flicks it out towards the left-hand side, gets it into the hand, gives it to Dara Corkin. Dara Corkin standing on the 65, hits it across the face of goal and over towards the 20-metre line. It was a good ball. Getting it is Kion. Kion goes to ground, gets the hand pass away. It's John Donnelly. John Donnelly back to goal, back outside the 20-metre line. Goes for the crossfielder, looking for Alan Murphy, who he does find. Murphy juggles it, takes it, has the shot just outside the 20-metre line. Alan Murphy hits it wide. That's a bad wide by his standards. It's Kilkenny 2-4, Antrim 1-3, 14 minutes gone. This is an entertainment Leinster Championship game brought to you from Corrigan Park live on Casey Lore with Lahartz uh, Laharts Volkswagen, Laharts uh, Skoda and Laharts Volkswagen Volkswagen, Le Hart's Skoda.ie.
2: Yeah, poor wide there, it has to be said, The fifth one for Kilkenny so far. Obviously, Kilkenny dominating the game, but, uh, you know, Antrim just hanging in there, four points in it, but the Kilkenny half-back line here is, is definitely dominating. Adrian Mullen playing extremely well now at midfield, along with Alan Murphy and Kilkenny are absolutely dominating this
1: game. Adrian Mullen has a shot from just inside his own 65 in the middle. Adrian Mullen fantastic score Kilkenny 2-5 Antrim 1-3 just under 15 minutes gone
2: yeah that's very well worked again the Antrim breaks down at their half forward area and uh, Mullen is playing a really strong game in the middle of the field both midfielders doing well actually and uh, there's a very good score by him
1: his first score of the game two in a row now for Kilkenny Kilkenny 2-5 Antrim 1-3 15 minutes gone in the first half goalkeeper Ryan Elliott goes long with the puck out Kilkenny have got it back and it's hit back down towards the forwards where it's two on two it's gathered really well nice turn by Owen Cody turning and twisting gets it outside to Billy Ryan who cuts outside gets to the 13 and just zips it over he could have gone for goal he could have taken it on but Antrim got defenders back so he said you know what I'll just put this one over for his second point of the game Kilkenny 2-6 Antrim 1-3 15 and a half minutes gone two in a row for Kilkenny 2 within a minute
2: yeah, very well worked again and uh, you know as I said they're dominating in the middle third in mean, a many hours dominating there you're going to get those chances and uh, you know they've been a little bit off with some but uh, you know really
1: dominating the game now again at this stage and these puck outs are killing Antrim it's gathered by Richie Reid He kind of spills it into the path of Billy Ryan Billy Ryan gets it back to Tommy Walsh Tommy Walsh cushions it over the head of Mullen Not sure that was the intention But that's the way it happened And it comes to David Blanchfield Who is just outside his own 45 Hits a bouncing ball inside the Antrim 45 Brilliant dispossession by Owen Cody To all intents and purposes Everyone thought that that one was done and dusted But it was actually Massey Kion Who nipped in, got the ball And hit the score Good score from him Kilkenny 2-7 Antrim 1-3
2: yeah Kilkenny pulling away again now and uh, you know again the Antrim player had it but very good work by Martin Cohn to dispossess him and put it over the bar and you know looking very sharp and 7 points clear
1: again you're full naming him
2: I'm full naming him yeah no unusual
1: (laughs) (laughs) good puck out good take by Niall McKenna who runs back to his own 65 it is Cunning who juggles it and loses it and gives possession away here's David Blanchfield between the 65s an unusual pass off the stick he spilt it out Tomasi Kion, who gives it back to Richie Reed. Richie Reed has a look up, he's inside his own 65, floats one down to TJ Reed. TJ Reed, with Ryan McGarry following him. TJ Reed wins the break, gets the ball in hand, runs back towards the 45 along the sideline, and with his back to goal, pivots, shoots, and scores his first point from play. Today, Kilkenny two eight, Antrim one three, 17 gone.
2: Yeah, just as in earlier in the game now, Kilkenny pulling away and uh, very very strong. As I said to the you, their half back line is cleaning out Antrim here on the puckouts and they're working the ball well and taking their scores very well now. Got five in a row, I think, or four in a row. There five, yeah. And uh, you know, Antrim just can't make any headway. Antrim need a score, but they're he not winning here. the
1: possession. That's a soft enough I free. I agree
2: with that. I didn't think it was free Hugh was looking at the refers, and I wouldn't blame him. Like I, I don't, I think that might be a sympathy free there, but uh, Antrim badly need a score at this
1: stage. Antrim Badly, they badly need to score at this stage we're trying to put our hands over the mics and everything it's not working it's just windy we have to handle it we're in the position that we're in because it's the only place we can get the reception to broadcast uh, so you'll have to put up with the wind you'll also have to put up with Mickey and me Antrim with the free just outside the D inside the Kilkenny half It is Cunning, who's going through the full routine. He's already scored one. Has he scored two? Yes, he has. You'd be shocked if he didn't get that one. And they stop the rot. Five in a row for Kilkenny. Finally, Antrim get a score. Antrim one four. Kilkenny, 2-8. 18 minutes gone.
2: Yeah, it's it's lacklustre stuff. It's it's not not like a championship game at any stage, but it's, uh, you know, Kilkenny are just here to come. There's a chance. Kilkenny with a
1: chance through Billy Ryan, making his way towards goal. Billy Ryan shot. Great save by Ryan Elliott. Billy Ryan won the ball on the left-hand side. He took it off the wing. He got inside the 13 from just outside the square he had a shot and it was flying across the face of goal. but so was Ryan Elliott to stop it it's out for a
2: 65 yeah and that was a brilliant save and you know as a look at the Kilkenny score two; they could have got 5 at least in this first 20 minutes which just goes to show you how porous the Antrim defence is Uh, as I said they're not playing an extra man but it's something they're going to have to look at because every time it goes in it looks like it could be a goal here's a shot 65 nobody marking Adrian Mullen and that's He's just
1: outside the 45 to the right of the central channel and Mullen puts it over as you'd expect him to do. His second point from play. So Mullen with a very good score making it Kilkenny 2-9. Antrim 1-4, 19 minutes gone. It seems a far cry from when Antrim got that goal and made it 1-2, 2-2-2. But Kilkenny have been very much on top ever since. Elliot the goalkeeper goes long it's Reid who intercepts it just inside his 45 in the wing back position gives it to David Blanchfield who slithers past a couple of Antrim defenders he gives it to Adrian Mullen who's on the 45 Adrian Mullen hits it down the wing looking for TJ the club mate TJ misses it Conal Bohol running back TJ in hot pursuit Bohel making his way towards the end line Bohel hits a good stick pass out hits it out to the wing can Antrim work it up the park they do try and work it rather than going long here's Ryan McGarry down the wing Kilkenny defender gets out in front but a good nudge there by Connor Johnson Johnson was able to sweep it out to McKenna McKenna ball and stick gets a shot away just outside the 20 running towards that kind of scoreboard corner Johnson with a good score he's second of the game not McKenna I McKenna think. no it was not McKenna you're yeah, right yeah. Sorry, and I said McKenna the first time I did, as well yeah, which yeah. I <laughs> anyway yeah. 1-5 plays 2-9 and it's 20 minutes into the game
2: yeah very good score by Antrim you know they're picking off these scores every so often just to keep them somehow in touch but uh, there's a sense of you know whatever around here that it's kind of more like a vision match than a championship match at this stage i score one you score the other
1: Kilkenny keeper goes long from the puck out the ball spills kindly for Jared Walsh Jared Walsh gets it back to Michael Bradley who hits it long from the 20 metre line no one there from an Antrim point of view and Richie Reed just allows it to fall into his orbit Reed then hits a good stick pass to Billy Ryan Billy Ryan who's got two points on the board so far Billy Ryan gives to Adrian Mullen Mullen thought about a shot then was space was closed down so he just gave the hand pass away Kilkenny hit a stick pass into the corner the 45 is where the player takes it that's Tom Phelan Tom Phelan gets it to Alan Murphy Alan Murphy plants the feet between the 65 and the 45. Alan Murphy going for it Alan Murphy I think he's got it the umpire's not so sure what will the decision be definitely a point yeah well Shane Hines the referee is talking to them via definitely the uh, a point, yeah. Mike and yep that's a point Alan Murphy second of the game Kilkenny 2-10 Antrim 1-5 21 minutes gone yeah Antrim player down there now so
2: again like the misuse of the ball from Antrim just hitting it straight into a cold de sac the amount of looseness on the Kilkenny backs here is frightening there's nobody getting tackles and Kilkenny are just moving the ball at their ease and it's it's way way too easy
1: well this game on KC Lower thanks to the full range of commercial vehicles at Lahart's, the home of Volkswagen and Kilkenny Lahart's Volkswagen.ie it's
2: full back I think it's down injured there um, Ryan McGarry it looks like from here he's back up now again he should be okay
1: an AIB Ulster Club champion this year uh, by the way no, it was number 9 sorry number 9 yeah Michael Bradley from these parts plays for this club Um, by the way when we have live action on a Sunday afternoon it can kind of throw the news into disarray regards the times and all that uh, that it's on Uh, but we will have uh, the bereavement announcements at half time just in case you're wondering just in case you were listening out for those so we'll continue with an Antrim puck out 2-10 Kilkenny 1-5 Antrim 22 minutes gone in the ball game I wonder will this stoppage be of benefit to Antrim just to take the momentum out of Kilkenny McGarry looking as Elliot pucks it it's intercepted by James McNaughton it kind of squirts up in the air running after it is O'Connor intercepting was Mullin got it off to uh, Keown Keown has a shot I beg your pardon it was own Cody how could I mistake those boots Own Cody's shot is blocked down he was smothered there Antrim turn it over it's Cunning ball on stick up towards the 45 oh. what an interception that was by Dara Corkin. Corkin then takes it up gets to the 65s plays it diagonal looking for TJ Reid it bounces just outside the 20. Reed takes it back to goal. Reed passes inside oh. looking for Donnelly. Intercepting was Keelan Malloy. But it does fall for Kion. Kion inside the 13. Now inside the square at an angle. Kion makes his way back out to a better angle. He has a shot, but he overcarried. The referee said there was too many steps taken. 210 to 15 23 minutes gone. I do wonder do uh. Tipperary wish that Shane Hines was uh, refing last night <laughs> he's monitoring the steps very well here yeah and uh, I thought he was going no, there's
2: someone down here again now for Antrim and they're in trouble again but yeah. uh, that was another goal opportunity you know Antrim lost their centre back before the game uh, Owen Campbell it's, and he,
1: it's, by the way for those who don't know he is an immense player he's one of those guys who would get against. in every other inter-county yeah. team yeah it's the number
2: five Gerard Welch and he seems to be in bother now he's another very good player and they just can't afford these losses they've, they've lost two forwards as well but Campbell is a massive have lost there there is no way that they'd be running through them as easy if he was there and uh, you know it's very hard for them to, to get over that and now Jared Welch is down and if he is to go off it's going to create more problems because they're defensively being torn apart here And but for good goalkeeping and just a bit of slack finishing here and there Kenny could have easily five
1: goals here it's a busy day in GAA the Munster senior football final taking place at four Clare taking on Kerry uh, before that at 145 it's Sligo against Go in the Connacht final it's a bit of a weird one that because I think for Sligo it's a shot to nothing. And even if they don't win, it's building nicely for them. They're under 20s and minors have been excellent. They're under 20s qualifying for the All Ireland final last night with the win against Kerry. It's, it's good times for Sligo. Not such good times for our Antrim. Jared Walsh is limping away here. He will try and play on. 24 minutes gone in the first half of this game live on Casey Lore. Kilkenny 210, Antrim 1 5. Don't forget half time analysis coming up with Shane and Taggy Fogarty. That's with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people.
2: Yeah, free out, there it goes. And uh, again, down on top of David Blanchfield, who's going to catch. And he didn't that time,
1: but not getting much joy from that at the moment he got the hand to it but he couldn't gather it however his teammate now has and gives it to Dara Corcoran who's just outside the Kilkenny 45 goes long looking for TJ that's old school hurling and a good piece of footwork there by Ryan McGarry who flicked it with the boot back <laughs> to his goalkeeper TJ was all over him like an octopus so that was the only thing he had free to hit it with Jared Walsh goes long it's going to drop in around the Kilkenny 20 metre line who's it going to drop to trying to sweep it up as McKenna McKenna bats it over towards the sideline can he win the foot race with the ball he can but he has it at a very tight angle Tries to pop it over from just inside the 13 with one foot on the touchline. Brilliant score from McKenna. His second of the game. 25 minutes gone. Kilkenny 2-10
2: Antrim 1-6. Yeah, just keeps him tipping away. A very good score by McKenna. He's looked lively enough as well. And you know, he took it from the sideline and it was a very good finish. Seven points in it now. Good defending
1: that time by Antrim and first there's a puck out oh, again. McKenna with the last two scores for Antrim. But Kilkenny try and respond through Alan Murphy who's going for his third. And he does get it. Took it out of the sky. Didn't even have to jump. He was inside the 45 stance side, turned, hit, scored Kenny, 2-11, Antrim 1-6, 25 and a half minutes gone
2: Yeah, we spoke about the midfield before the match and setting down the marker, well Alan Murphy, three points in the first 25 minutes, has set down some marker here today and uh, he's
1: playing a really great game He has indeed, the ball breaks in the middle of the park, Kenny keeping in play, Derek Corkin no he can't, goes out for a line ball to Antrim between the 65s right in front of the stand We're not used to um, these kind no. of summer conditions here in Corrigan Park, it's a really pleasant day isn't
2: it? It is, yeah, it's a lovely day and not so lovely up here but certainly down ground level, it's beautiful down there, and uh, you know, there's a big crowd here. But uh, as I said, it's more like an
1: exhibition match than a championship match at the minute. You would hear that crowd a lot clearer, but I had to turn off our effects mic because of the breeze. It's a, not a bad line ball, but no one from Antrim got to it. Taking it with Derek Corcoran, he must have got a little bit of a clip because the referee has given a free out to Kilkenny just inside their own 45. They lead 211, 216, 26 and a half minutes gone. Don't forget, by the way, on the Carlo frequency. We've got Carlo against Down. You can listen to that with Brendan Hennessy if you would like to. That, of course, in the uh, Joe McDonough Cup. A big game for Carlo. Old Murphy taking the free out. He'd probably have the range to get this if he, if he wants to go for it. Old oh, Murphy just inside his own 45, just to the left of centre. Murphy having a look at the pulse. Murphy hits this one long. Does it have the legs to run over? Yeah. It does. Great score from O'Murphy, getting in on the act. The Kilkenny keeper fires over a free to make it Kilkenny 2-12, Antrim 1-6. 27 minutes
2: gone. Yeah, there was no problem with that. The strong wind behind him and a huge accurate. Oh, and terrible puck out again. Under mid pay, that's it. Billy no, Ryan gets wide. the shot away.
1: Dwight Was it Billy Ryan? You'll have to yeah, clarify. Was, I'll tell John. you why because I've I had know, to put my notes down here because they're that. blowing away. <laughs> so every time I write a note, you're basically the commentator. Which is which <laughs> is not bad. The puck out came down too quick there and. Kilkenny gather it through Richie Reed just inside the 65 gets the hand pass to Mullen Mullen ball on stick running in off the wing up towards the 45 weaves back outside drops it in on top of the running forward who flicked it it was Mossy Keown but it was a good goal saved by the goalkeeper Elliot Elliot a little bit casual does get it to Connell Uh Bohol gets it out wide and Bohol. Bit of a let off for him Here's Paddy Burke Paddy Burke Down towards the Half forward position Taken out of the sky With the stick by Conor Johnson But then he was tangled With by the Kilkenny defence And they just turn him over It's great work by Kilkenny Derek Corker and outside the 45 Goes back, backwards With the hand pass Tommy Walsh Into the corner Running out to try And meet with his own Cody Own Cody flicks it away From Paddy Burke Then gets it up Off the ground With the stick Own Cody with a shot that he's so far out of the way of or so far kind of away from where you'd like to be shooting he's one foot across the white line while shooting but he couldn't get it over to wide for Kilkenny 2-12 Kilkenny 1-6 Antrim 28 minutes gone
2: Yeah possibly should have used that ball there uh, Paddy Brooker's doing a good job there he's, he's very tight and he's probably the one Antrim back that has any success so far but this is where they're in trouble and they just can't get these breaking balls
1: to so Kenny back line, cleaning them up now, now McKenna got his hand to it but he couldn't take it up Kilkenny turned him over Adrian Mullen up towards the 45 looked to me like he was fouled by McKenna referee says play on Try to find a pass to TJ couldn't Antriman pulled on it but it rolls only as far as Richie Reid Reid between the six at an incredibly tight angle has a shot Richie Reid guides it over a fantastic shot from Ballyhale Shamrock's Richie Reid and it's Kilkenny 2.13 Antrim 1629. 29 minutes gone
2: yeah very good score by him he's having a powerful game there centre back another puck gone wrong this game
1: could be over very quick if he wants to get a goal here he'll take his points. Billy Ryan pops it over from the 20 metre line just to the right of the D and Kilkenny are absolutely cruising Ryan gets his third from play Kilkenny 2.14 Antrim 1-6, 29 minutes gone in the game so so far in the Leinster Championship, there's been a soft one, a hard one and a soft one again unless Antrim can rally here. Kilkenny cruising the victory against Westmead, one would expect that. Then a draw against Galway, that wasn't obviously beyond the realms of expectation. Those two have been uh, fairly neck and neck over the last couple of years. Against Antrim, Kilkenny at the moment are winning and winning well. Putting yeah. the ball there is Paul Boyle. Paul Boyle gets the hand pass back to Michael Bradley, who has a shot on the right side, left side, I should say, between the 65s, and it bounces wide. Didn't catch it, right? Kilkenny 214, Antrim
2: 1-6 Yeah, it's just as I said, Ocean, it's more like a exhibition game than a championship game. It's it's just Kilkenny uh, are scoring at their will. There's there's not a globe being laid on really. They're moving very well. They're taking
1: their score very well. They're doing exactly what they're, they're expected to do. Owen Murphy hits the puck out to Tom Phelan Tom Feelan on the Antrim 65 goes backwards to Adrian Mullen Mullen cool as you like just pops it for the run it's a great pass Kilkenny looking for another goal if they possibly can they set it up well it is Martin Joan who buries it again set up by Owen Cody who ran down the right hand side he saw that Keown was standing in acres of space. Keown was just standing inside the square. Well, the big square, not the small one, obviously. He gave it to him. And Keown, he actually looked like he could have taken another 10 seconds to take the shot on. He yeah. didn't need it. He just put it into the back yeah, of the net. Kilkenny 3-14, Antrim 1-6, yeah, 31 minutes gone. This
2: game is well over now at this stage. Uh, it, it is, um, you know, very well worked by Clint Kenny. You can't say any more than that. But, uh, you know, Darren Leeson will be so disappointed. that they will been cleaned out on these puckouts all day
1: long. And Kilkenny catch it again. Kilkenny through TJ Reid have it on the Antrim 45 TJ Reid swats the hand pass back towards Tommy Walsh who winds up and has a go from the 65 the Antrim 65 he hits it wide yeah uh,
2: that's our Eight wide uh, uh, I said, lucky enough for Antrim, but 314 in the first half, a bit like all we West in Westmead last night. It said, uh, I think what happens in, as well with these teams that are trying to make their way in this grade, they've had two very hard matches in a row, and I think it kills
1: them physically, and they're just not able to get to the pace of it at all today. Billy Ryan wins the ball inside the 65 gives it back to Richie Reed. the two men with yellow helmets combining Richie Reed looking for another score has already got one he has to wait for his second Kilkenny 3-14 Antrim 1-6 31 and a half minutes gone as Reed hit that one wide Puckett goes shortish intercepted by the stick of Tom Phelan Phelan runs onto his own breaking ball ball on stick inside of 13 gives it to Keown Keown goal number three for him Kilkenny 4-14 Antrim 1-6
2: yeah, and uh, again, coming from a puck out, brilliant catch by Tom Phelan, brilliant lay off and uh, brilliant finish. 3 1 for Martin Keown And, uh, you know, this place will empty out fairly quick, I'd say, as this, uh, this game is now officially over. It was over anyway, but certainly at this stage, it's, it's going to be an embarrassing day for Antrim unless they can get some sort of grip on it. But they've been absolutely dismantled.
1: Dara Corcoran gets it outside, Tom Phelan helps it along. Antrim try and intercept through Keelan Malloy. He's I think, the only I think ma- Mark Dowling can rest easy I don't think they'll be needing to use Timmy Clifford here today anyway So he'll be having it for the
2: twenties 20 during the week
1: Well that is the rule that exists Whether you like it or not It's not like- No <laughs> 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 it's, I was kind of inviting that from you crazy, I knew it was coming crazy, As soon as I brought it up crazy I don't understand it I nah. have to say I Look People make rules They have good intentions Probably yeah. in mind But um, sometimes they don't work out And I think this is one of those rules Anyway It is Connell Cunning, speaking of things that are not working out. It's not working out for Antrim. He has a free between the 65s just under the TV stand on the terrace. He guides it over. A rare positive moment for Antrim in this first half. Kilkenny 4-14, Antrim 1-7, 33 minutes gone. Richie Reid took the puck out, got to the D, bounces one down the park, looking for perhaps Keown or uh, Cody, it is Cody that he finds, Cody trying to dig it up off the 45, he can't do so, Antrim turn it over, James McNaughton turned his back to it, but somehow got it into the hand, McNaughton, ball on stick, burst of pace, up towards the Kilkenny 45, tries to stick pass inside, Reed's body got in the way of it, and Reed wins his own break, that's not... An accident That's not luck He stayed with the man Got his body in the way And fought for the possession And that sums up Richie Reed as a player Good stick pass across the park To Mikey Butler Mikey Butler gives it to Mullen Mullen drops it Picks it up again Inside his own 65 He's on his knees Spills the ball and actually had the time to pick up his hurley get the ball back into his hand and stand up again and get the pass away. Dara Cochran is running after, he won't get TJ does, but it came off him. He couldn't get it up. McMullen takes it. McMullen with a loose enough pass but Butler intercepts. Butler is between the 65s but that's great work by McMullen who nips in, wins it back, has a shot from just outside the 45 middle of the pitch but unfortunately for him hits it wide. It was Neil McManus I beg your pardon. Either way, it was a wide for Antrim. 34 minutes gone. Kilkenny 4 14 Antrim 1 7. Half-time analysis to come but um, I think it's fairly easy work for Taggy. Yeah,
2: uh, number nine, Michael Bradley coming off for Stephen Rooney here at yep. Anthem.
1: So Michael Bradley, a tough day for him, a tough day for all the players. Go straight off without taking a bottle of water. It's tough for players because they give this everything. They put their life on hold to be an intercounty player. And when you get a beating like this, I can only imagine how tough it is. Down but not out for Antrim in this championship, but it doesn't look like it's going to be their day today. Tom Phelan tries to make sure, gets up towards the 20 metre line, gets sandwiched by two defenders, goes to ground, loses the ball, gets it back, sweeps it to uh, Kion, Kion, but he's back to goal, hits it over. Good score for him. Three two for uh, Martin Kion, Mossy Kion, whichever you prefer. 4 four 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 fifteen. Antrim one seven, and we're into the one minute of additional time at the end of the first half.
2: Yeah, very good score again by, by Martin Schoen. He's uh, having a really great game today and uh, this is Richard Reid standing all
1: on his own no one near him and he just goes up there and Dara Corcoran his club comes out of it. Dara Corcoran just inside the 65s goes with a hand pass to John Donnelly. Donnelly kind of somehow flicks it into the path of Billy Ryan who gets inside the 65 right in front of the stand hits a diagonal ball over to the far side. It is taken by a Kilkenny hand. It's popped out to TJ Reid. Lovely little bit of magic by TJ Reid. John gets it to Cody. It took a clip off an of Antrim Hurley on the way. For Cody... Him well he yeah he's frustrated because he wanted to play on but the referee is giving the free in
2: yeah another goal chance there It could have been easy uh, a fifth goal and as I said it could be seven or eight goals either but uh, just a handy tap
1: over free for for TJ Reid well TJ Reid he scored a 1-3 so far it will be 1-4 I would imagine this would be the last puck of the first half and Kilkenny will extend their lead. 10 points for Antrim when you make the conversion there on 1-7. 24 points for Kilkenny, who are on 4-15. But that will go up by one now. TJ Reid with this free just inside the D. Right-hand side, TJ Reid bending, lifting and striking over the crossbar. Kilkenny 4-16, Antrim 1-7 at the break. Michael, it's... It's not been a classic, has it? No, it's been,
2: as I said, to you, it's like the opening of the pitch or something like that. But uh, Kenny, as I said, looked very sharp, playing very, very well all over the field. Uh, they're not being a glove lead on them, let's be honest about it. But they're, they've, you know, we spoke about goals. They've answered that question. They've got 4 could have got many more? And they're miles ahead here. And uh, I'm sure Derek will lose a chance to empty his bench in the, in the second half.
1: Was this game as a, as a contest is long over? What do you say as a manager to your team when they're so far up at the break?
2: Yeah, well, he'll just try and keep them going as best he can look. He knows that look, this is over, and whatever happens, happens. And he, he just wants him to drive on. He'll he'll say you're paying for your place, and and uh, you know as that maybe have struggled a bit in the first half. Might need to step it up, and I'm sure he'll remind him by putting on a, a few subs here and there. Uh, all he will want is the same again in the second half, and uh, you know they can do what they like. They're very comfortable.
1: Carlo very comfortable as well. Away to down in the Joe McDonough Cup. Goals by Marty Cavanagh and Chris Nolan. Um, there there amongst the goals Carlo 4-12 down 10 points the latest score you can listen to that game uh, live on the Carlo frequency on KCLR at half time here in Corrigan Park it looks like it's going to be a comfortable day for Kilkenny it has been so far Keown has got a hat-trick of goals TJ Reid got the other at the break Kilkenny 4-16 Antrim 1-7
4: KCLR
5: live sport. The Leinster Senior Hurling Championship. Kilkenny versus Antrim. With thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at Lahart's, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny. Lahartsskoda.ie.
0: Yes, you're very welcome back to the studio here in Kilkenny. It's myself, Shane O'Keeffe, joined with Aidan Fogerty. It is Kilkenny. Leading the way four fifteen to 1-7 Against Antrim As Michael Walsh said A bit of an exhibition match But look We'll take the positives from it You wait for a bus
3: And then four come along at the All the one time Yeah uh, For sure Shane We mentioned it before the Before the game About goals And uh, yeah We've definitely got the We got the goal chances And, and we've taken them uh, Possibly could have even taken uh, Two or three more Except for uh, Elliot in the goal being, being really really good And making a couple of Really good saves Um Antrim they started the exact way that they didn't want to start he kind of got off to a great start 1-2 up to no score um, you know it was nearly looking well it is a whitewash to be fair but um, Antrim they made a bit of a kick then but the same thing happened them down in Wexford Park and if you remember, they got off to a very, very poor start and then got a bit of momentum in the second half, but had two, you know, it was such a bad start in the first half, couldn't claw it back. And against Dublin, they got off to a great start. So Antrim today needed, needed a really, really good start. And unfortunately, they didn't get it. And uh just roared into the game then in the last uh, 15 minutes of that first half. And uh, look, Antrim are, are struggling. at sixes and sevens, to be fair
0: this is what people are talking about though when they're talking about the Lister Championship it's games like this so you don't really get that in the Munster Championship at all you look at the thrilling games that uh, Tipperary and Cork got to experience or Clare versus Limerick got to experience does this do
3: anything for either team Um no It probably doesn't Look we're not going to learn A whole lot today uh, Derek made changes uh, With the view of I suppose um, Seeing how, how the guys Get on in their positions um, You know So far uh, Feeling is playing well he's, he's, he's winning a lot of ball He he, made, he created a few scores uh, Adrian in Midfield is going well Cork But you can't really Look there's not As Mickey Welch said already There's not a glove Being handed on him So we're not going to learn A whole lot um, I suppose there's positives there In terms of uh, We're getting goals um, Mossy scored 3-2 He didn't start to last day so he'll be delighted TJ Reid is a bit more free-flowing he's a bit more on the ball another 70 minutes into him um, for Antrim it, it, it's it's a not in game unfortunately it's actually going to dent them a lot because uh, they've been doing relatively well uh, they played um, Dublin and Wexford as we said already and look I, we have we kind of said it off air Shane does this tell you kind of the standard maybe that they're at and I think I said it on the show a week or two ago that the, the standard in Wexford for me they haven't found any new players and they're really in the league uh, Wexford for me um, the, them heavy results uh, Wexford are a confidence team And the confidence Was sucked out of them And they really needed Their big players back Now they are getting them back But even seen last night Wreck going off again Injured again Chin is still carrying His shoulder So they're still not At full strength And Dublin lost an awful lot Of uh, big name players Rush um, A couple of uh, guys like that You know Callahan. These lads Can't afford to be to be Losing them type of players So I think Dublin And um, Wexford have dropped Their standards A slightly Antrim have increased them, but not to the level I think of Lee McCarthy Cup standard
0: when you talked about them not laying a, a glove on Kilkenny um, they're not they're not pressing them; they're allowing them to have oceans of space and then stuff like Ryan Elliott's puckouts aren't working at all it's been cleared up by the halfback line is there not notice on the players while they're playing regardless of what the management says to be able to change that themselves in the game like why are they standing off Kilkenny why are they persistent with these puckouts? yeah it, it's very
3: difficult um, like playing, I think on that kind of view you can't just change tactics um, mid game player wise on the field you have to trust your management you have to trust your system and look, we spoke actually before the game is this the right system for Antrim you know they're not playing a sweeper uh, I don't like sweepers um, look, like, and you have to commend them for that going 15 on 15 but they haven't worked and I think if they're playing the likes of Kenny you have to become a team first of all that are kind of hard to beat so you have to shore up um your back six and if that means pushing back your half back line pulling back your midfield and maybe having a free uh, forward out there just just getting, bodied, getting bodies around the ball making it difficult for, for, for Eccle Kenny but mid game especially with Kilkenny side who are ravenous and who are, are, are running through you it's very hard to lay a glove in terms of getting up to speed with the game and look, if if you're going to a man you're found out because there's players cutting in behind you it's so difficult as one or two people to do it you need a whole kind of system to do it I like
0: that you said Kilkenny were ravenous because so many times when Kilkenny are playing a team that they blow out of the water a lot of the criticism goes on the team that they're playing against as opposed to the kudos going towards Kilkenny we've seen it say against Leash or we've seen it against Westmeath or Dublin ah oh, they didn't play well, they didn't play well but it's important to highlight when Kilkenny do play well because a lot of fans do be very very critical of them when they're not playing well or they don't come out with a result even if they are playing well
3: yeah, no, a hundred percent. And Kilkenny today uh, are playing well, and I suppose if you look at the first five minutes, you know when, when the game is I won't say in the melting pot, but when there's no scores on the board and you don't know what to expect, Kilkenny tore out the blocks and one two, and then you know it dropped this mob. And uh, Antrim came back into, but Kilkenny are playing well. Uh, the half forward line are winning ball, ball our half back line are exceptional. Uh, there's not really going past them. Our full back line, who I think is, is probably one of our best lines on the field, you know, Mikey Butler, Lawler, and Walsh. Um, you know they played um, together last year as well that's a really settled full back line. I think it's excellent Um, not, not much has gone in there so you can only play what's in front of you and Kilkenny are playing well and they're not taking the foot off the gas they're, they're going for that goals that target um, I can see in the second half Derek's probably going to empty the bench the life will probably go out of it even more and it'll become definitely like a practice match
0: uh, I heard you mention right after Mossy got his hat trick of scores just the right smile came across your face and Mossy would be quite happy with that one um, regardless of the opposition getting three scores in one one game considering that Kilkenny hadn't got any scores in the championship so far is uh, is a testament to him
3: yeah exactly yeah and I, I kind of had a right really smile because I, maybe I may, maybe know how kind of he's feeling like you know he didn't play the last day he played most of the league games played the first day against Space Mead uh, and, and then was dropped to the bench and now he's on and um you know he's scoring 3-2 so straight away uh, that's a massive confidence uh, boost for himself personally and as just said Kilkenny haven't been getting goals and here he is scoring 3 and it is brilliant in a championship game, to score one goal, a few, couple of points, but to be scoring three goals and, and two points from play, uh, that's a massive confidence booster. And I'm delighted for him because you know, you think of Mossy Cohen, I'd say, ah, he's a workhorse and he, he'll throw the body around, you know, that. But today he's getting the scores, and, and that's the important thing, I think, in, in any team that some days. Um, forwards to step up and get scores and other days their job is to work and, and create um, uh, opportunities and that's the mix you have to get
0: um, There was a nice period in the game for Kilkenny when they had 5 unanswered scores but 5 came off 5 separate hurlies so you had Adrian Mullen Alan Murphy Billy Ryan Mossy and TJ all getting in on the action as well which is encouraging to see
3: Yeah look it is encouraging the more players that get um get on the scoreboard uh, I think the better um, I think it's definitely as a forward line as a 6 player unit you want all your uh, forwards cont- and obviously, as he spoke, already the hard work and determination, hook and block, and that just comes anyway. That you have to be, you have to be doing that. But if you have players scoring uh, constant, consistently, and, and being and and um, you know making kind of a bit of a name themselves, and, and not be kind of becoming this team that maybe if you hold one or two, that Kenny will struggle to, to kind of uh, win games. You know, so you need players scoring even for confidence-wise uh, for uh, individual players as well.
0: Again, the heads up, they're ready for us in Corrigan Park. Aidan Taggy-Fogarty will be giving his post-match reaction as well in just a few moments.
4: KCLR Halftime Analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. For now we're going to head
0: back to Oisin Langan and two-time all-around winner Michael Watch. It is Kilkenny
5: 4.15 to Antrims 17. KCLR Live Sport. The Leinster Senior Harding Championship. Kilkenny versus Antrim. With thanks to the full range of commercial vehicles at La Hartz, The home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. The hearts, Volkswagen.ie. Thank you very
1: much. Welcome back to Corrigan Park. Kilkenny 4.16, Antrim seven. Antrim have a hill slash mountain taller than the Black Mountains behind us to scale in the second half. What can they do here, Mickey? uh the best they can do
2: watching is try and win the second half if you like that's the kind of message that might go out to them let's try and win the second half and come out with some sort of respect i'm not sure that's going to happen uh, just talking to uh, an ex-antrim player there and they're just down a lot of bodies and as i said to yeah, look the physicality of the top teams towards the Antrims, the Westmeaths, the Leashes, without being disrespectful, is massive and like they're not able for this week on week. Antrim have played Wexford and uh, uh, Dublin so far, which would be a huge step up for them and you can see in them they have absolutely no energy at all here today. Kenya are moving very, very nicely. Uh, an interesting stat I suppose is three and six forwards haven't scored and they still scored 4-16 so whether that's a good or a bad sign I'm not sure but uh, their two midfielders have been at uh, just five points between them and they've just dominated that half back midfield area and then when you're getting to play
1: a ball and no tackles going in at all you're going to make it at this level this might seem like a silly question but does anything matter for Kilkenny in the second half we'll say this game keeps going the way it's going do they take anything from it can they take anything from it is it nearly a bad thing for Kilkenny to win it by this much if the current trend continues
2: yeah well it's, it's, it's never a bad thing to win uh, like it builds confidence anyway but you see the Galway West match last night the same I expect something similar to happen here uh, similar type of scoring at the end I just you know the, the life is definitely uh, gone out of Antrim to an extent and you just hope for their sake, because no one likes this sort of a match. Uh, if they do, there, there's something wrong with them. But um, you know, you just hope for their
1: sake that they put up some sort of a show in the second half elsewhere in the Joe McDonough it is Carlo 414 down 11 points that's a half time score you can listen to that game on the Carlo frequency of Casey Lord Offaly 110 carry 10 points in the other game in the Joe McDonough at the moment we'll also keep an eye on what's happening in the Connacht Football Championship the second half is underway it is Antrim against Kilkenny it is TJ Reid putting in a big hit on Ryan McGarry putting him out over the sideline and it will be a line ball for Kilkenny who are playing from left to right in the second half with the black and amber jerseys the mostly white shorts and the black and amber socks Kilkenny with... The line ball. John Donnelly rolls it, but it's intercepted by James McNaughton. Now, that kind of lax attitude is something they have to avoid in the second half. John Donnelly thought he turned it over after blocking down James McNaughton, but the ball went out over the line, and it's a line ball to Antrim between their own 20-metre line and the 45. Yeah, scrappy stuff there uh, from both sides, really. Uh, Antrim, two
2: chances clear, didn't take it. Kilkenny, a line ball that went astray. There's all these short line balls last night. cost typical goal at a vital stage, and Kilkenny didn't do, do very well in that, and there's another bad one
1: by one point Sligo two points a latest score from the uh, Connacht final Sligo three points to one up there what a start for them played their football in division four this season but, but got up to division three uh, post match reaction to this to come and post match reaction from uh, the game between Carlo and down later in the day on KCLR Antrim have a line ball on the 65 just inside their own half Jared Walsh will take it the crowd silent at the start of the second half can Antrim Make them make a bit of noise. Niall O'Connor receives it. He's just between a 45 and a 65. Spills a hand pass to Ryan McGarry. Ryan McGarry goes long. Can Antrim get an early score or two? It's a great catch on the 20 metre line. Turning and twisting is Connor Johnson who gets a wonderful goal. Antrim start the second half as they mean to continue it. A long ball play right down the throat of the Kilkenny defence. Johnson caught it, turned, twisted, buried it. Nothing old Murphy could do. 37 minutes gone. Kilkenny 4-16, Antrim 2-7. Yeah, brilliant goal uh and uh, you know they just went route
2: one and but this is a, a brilliant finish but then the puck comes and Kilkenny uncontested win the ball no problem at all Mullen tries to drift oh. it down to
1: Reed, it falls away at Billy Ryan he left it behind him sweeping it up hockey style there was Connell Boyle, but he missed it and John Donnelly gets it to David Blanchfield on the 45 at an angle David Blanchfield with the breeze against him puts it over Kilkenny for 17 Antrim 2-7 seven, 37 minutes gone Blanchfield yeah, with his first of the game,
2: by yeah, the way. All too easy for Kilkenny from from the outs They're just killing Antrim both ways, uh, from their own ones and and the Antrim one. And uh, Tommy Walsh there is sluggish in the far side,
1: but uh, just an easy finish there as well. Next up for Kilkenny, by the way, is Dublin at home on May 20th. Then it's Wexford in Chadwick's Nolan Park, or sorry, Chadwick's Wexford Park on the 28th of May. Antrim go to Galway, and then. They have Westmead. Yeah, and that's going to be the match
2: they're going to concentrate on now. Uh both sides know if what a win will keep them up. What good it does them, I'm not 100 percent sure when they are getting beaten like this, but look, it's I suppose it's nice to be at the top table as
1: well. Well, you never improve unless you're playing no, against you the it. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Here's McGarry spills it. TJ Reid looking for it. It rolls towards the sideline here, keeping it in play just about Niall McKenna. Niall McKenna inside the Kilkenny 45. Good stick pass. Slipping off the tackle as Connell Boyle gets it off there to Jared Walsh. Jared Walsh lets fly from a long way out on the 65. Jared Walsh hits it wide. Antrim have the breeze at their back in the second half. It is a strong one. 38 minutes gone. Kilkenny 417. Antrim 2 7.
2: Yeah, bad wide. Uh, worked it well and uh, just a shot to nothing really. And it just, uh, from the minute left, stick it was always going wide.
1: Owen Murphy. Keepers don't like being beaten No matter how much Their team win by He's been beaten twice today Now he could do nothing About either goal But you just know He'll be smarting John Donnelly Trying to take it up Off the ground With the stick In a ruck of players Outside the 45 But it's tantrum Who steal away Through Connell Bohill. Great block down By David Blanchfield Blanchfield then takes up The ball Gives it off to Donnelly Blanchfield continues his run There's a bit of space For John Donnelly to run into He'll give it inside To Blanchfield He does Blanchfield up to the 13 Side steps outside Has a shot Great block Niall O'Connor got in the oh. way it. Then it's now McKenna. Oh who takes it ran into danger <laughs> got himself out of it Ryan McGarry just outside the 20 metre line left it off for Niall O'Connor Niall O'Connor up to the 45 and he goes long was there a potential foul there from Hugh Lawler on Neil McManus maybe but he got away with it McManus looking on as Lawler gets it out to Richie Reed. Richie Reid goes to the ground spills it Lawler read the danger really well got it up on the second attempt Neil McManus not letting him go but Lawler comes storming in a defence hopping the ball on his stick up between the 65s hand pass inside a good one as well Tom Feele looking for his first of the game from the 45 Tom Phelan excellent strike from the left hand side got it over closer to the terrace than he was in the middle 39 minutes gone Kilkenny 4-18 Antrim 2-7 Yeah great play by Hugh Lawler there and uh, no one I want with
2: Neil uh, McManus and uh, he did extremely well brilliant ball to Tom Phelan and a, and a really really
1: good score Go away three points Go away two points Sligo three points that's the latest score of the Connacht final as Ryan McGarry or Ryan Elliott He's got Ryan McGarry in front of him Ryan Elliott Goes long Hits it down towards the 45 But Kilkenny sweep up the break As they have done Most times in this game Dara Corcoran had it Was tackled hard Went to ground Ball spills Ruck of players inside the 45 Inside the Kilkenny half It goes up in the air Kind of squirts up No one can hang on to it It's like a hot rock there uh, who's going to come away with it? It is a black and amber jersey We have lost him in the crowd The crowd of players Not the actual crowd <laughs> There's Alan ref- there? Yeah the referee said I think he threw it And it's a free into Antrim On the 45 Inside the Kilkenny half Just to the right of centre Yeah it could have actually Been Tommy Welsh. Sorry it's a green
2: helmet Yeah Tommy And yeah he's just uh, blown for uh, throwing the ball So chance for Antrim To get another point And uh, put him uh,
1: Onto 2-8 And so coming on For Kilkenny now Pauly Welsh Is coming into the fray. Here's Connell Cunning inside the 45, better known as Kobe Cunning. He's to the right of centre. Kobe Cunning guides it over. And from ace. Kilkenny 4.18, 41 minutes gone in this Leinster Championship match, live on Casey Lore, brought to you with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Laharts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lehartsvolkswagen.ie
2: yeah good puck out by Owen Murphy they're just doing so well on the puck outs Kenny either side they've, they've lost that one in the end but they're, they're just cleaning them out in puck outs really
1: TJ batted it down no one in to sweep it up Connell Bohill wins it Connell Bohill goes straight down the middle of the defence McManus has it he's been Kennedy. held back by, Ma- by Lawler McManus gets a shot away and squeezes it into the back of the net it would have been a penalty even if he hadn't have got the goal Antrim 3-8 Kilkenny 4-18 42 minutes gone that's two long balls into the square and two goals for Antrim yeah there you go uh, you know we were given uh, not scoring goals we scored
2: four and today we've definitely conceded three very poor goals from a little Kennedy point of view two long balls in and you know maybe it took for other teams to have a look at two big high balls into the square and uh, Antrim uh, get two goals and that will definitely be a,
1: a, a minus factor for the little setup set up there that was, there were poor goals to concede at Mac- this level McManus was a mix of a ballerina and a bull there he showed his strength but he also showed his skill somehow held off Hugh Lawler somehow got the Shot away, somehow got a pass Murphy, somehow got the goal. 418 Kilkenny 3-8 Antrim 42 minutes gone in the game. Mullen has a shot from the Antrim 65, middle of the pitch, and Mullen. Hits it wide I, I will say this for Hugh Laurie. Yes fullbacks are disappointed When a man gets a goal on them yeah. Or a person gets a goal on them um, But there's not much you can do When McManus is holding you He's so strong He's That's so That's true yeah,
2: yeah And the first one was It was Conor Johnson But uh, it's just uh, It's not even the individuals It's just the defending of a high ball And as
1: you say Sometimes there's nothing you can do You just have to admire the quality Malloy Johnson and McManus with the goals for Antrim who are still a long way behind they'll try and make it a little less behind now the ball has bounced towards Kobe Cunning. can he beat it to the end line. No, oh. he can't he's disappointed he that went that is
2: for to... Oisin because he had another half chance there he had got it he was definitely inside the little Kennedy player and it could have been trouble but he, he just missed his touch and that just kind of sums him up a bit but fair play to them
1: they've come out strong in the second half and they've got two goals Paul Murphy goes long with the puck out it's Good old school Traditional puck outs From Kilkenny In the second half Michael you love to see it You're not a fan Of the short puckouts, But it's <laughs> Keelam Alloy Who gathers it yeah. Has a shot from the right Just outside the 65 And he puts it over He's on 1-2 yeah, Kilkenny 4-18 Antrim 3-9 43 and a
2: half minutes gone Look it's, it gives the scoreboard A bit of respectability But great play by him He he started the game Extremely well When it was a contest He went completely over. But he's got another Very good score there
1: Matthew Tierney has got a goal for Galway in the Connacht final they lead by 1-3 to 3 points after 13 minutes Antrim have got the possession again they are winning the second half Niall O'Connor hits it into the corner McManus there to greet it he's got his back to goal he's outside the 20 two Kilkenny defenders around him but McManus gets the shot away and off the woodwork it goes between the posts Antrim 3-10 Kilkenny 4-18 44 minutes gone
2: yeah, Derek Ling is not happy uh, down there and I don't blame him like, uh, you know, you asked me what he would he wanted more of the same but they've conceded 2-4 two, two I think or 2-3 and, uh, you know too easy for the full forward there the ball in it was too quick here's party Welch he's come on for Tommy Welch
1: there Podrick Welch, ball and stick outside the 45 approaching the 65 Puts a hand pass over the top for Corcoran Who shakes off Jared Walsh Corcoran still going Now it's John Donnelly Who gets the shot away And it's going to be a good one If he can get it from there But he doesn't It's wide 44 and a half minutes gone 4.18 Kilkenny 3.10 Antrim
2: yeah very poor wide again by John Donnelly I think it's their 11th or 12th wide of the game and uh, just uh, you know they have to be scoring those at this level but you know as I said Antrim have in fairness come out in the second half and they've, they've just given it a right good go and their first touch just lets them down and has done again there but that's a, their line ball and Kilkenny have been very very sloppy
1: in the early stages of the second half 10 minutes gone Antrim with the line ball inside the Kilkenny 45 in front of the stand the breeze at their back in the second half and they've used it well referee says you're good to go Paul Boyle took the line ball Kilkenny flicked it away but only has as far as Jared Walsh on the 65 Jared Walsh fires it over wonderful stuff from him and it's Antrim 311, Kilkenny 418. 45 minutes gone yeah and you know when you think of not so long ago it was
2: 416 to 1-7 2-4 for Antrim and uh, if Kilkenny gone very very sloppy I'd say you'll see a few more players coming in but uh, very good score by Walsh he's well capable of that
1: and uh, he missed one earlier but he nailed that one 2-4 to two points is the second half score Antrim winning that second half overall it's Kilkenny 418 Antrim 311 45 and a half minutes gone in this game going to ground was Alan Murphy he spilled it Kilkenny watching on as Conor Boyle sweeps the ball hockey style but it's intercepted by Dara Corcoran however he lost it then Kilkenny got it back it is Dara Corcoran who has it inside the 45 Dara Corcoran making his way towards the goal but he's got a Kirby's run out towards the wing now helping him out his own Cody own Cody can he use his strength to get a bit of time and get a bit of space it's Billy Ryan Billy Ryan ball on stick up towards the 20 metre line somehow got through the Belfast traffic the shot coming the goal is in oh, or is it save. no it what was a, a save, save. What, what a save Thank you. Uh,
2: he's conceded four goals the anthem keeper but he's been brilliant he's made two or three brilliant saves great move by Kilkenny John Donnelly involved in a lot of it Corcoran came right up the field and looked all over a goal a fantastic save though and it's a 65 now which they should get and I'm not going to say they need it because they don't but at the same time uh, you know this ten minutes has been very very sloppy
1: Corcoran somehow got possession after a big long scrap for the ball yeah. he got inside on the left hand side got inside the uh, square took a shot the keeper it bounced so quickly and came off him so quickly It hit the hoarding Behind the goals And bounced onto The back of the net So a lot of people Including me Thought it was a goal But it was a fantastic save And now the 65 Will come from TJ Reid In the middle of the pitch 47 minutes gone I won't tell you this. this is, I won't tell you the score Because I might just Have to update it you will. I do. Four nineteen. Kilkenny. Three eleven. Antrim. Forty seven minutes gone. Yeah, very well struck. Three or uh, sixty five. He's not
2: going to miss them, and You know, it could have been worse. It could have been another goal. And uh, good move by Kilkenny, in fairness, and should have probably finished
1: it. But great goalkeeping Remains Galway one three Sligo three points in the Connacht final. John Donnelly inside his own sixty five hits it across the park. It's intercepted by an Antrim hand. Antrim are rallying in the second half. They go with a long ball again down towards the twenty meter line. It bounces between the twenty and the thirteen. Flicked away by a Kilkenny defender. I think it might have been Mikey Butler. It's yeah, a sixty five to Antrim.
2: That long ball is causing tr- trouble there. Uh, you know Johnson is game and uh, Mikey did well to get to that. But Johnson McManus are definitely they're playing a two man full forward. Killian Buckley is coming in now, and uh, that was a brilliant finish. Or sorry. That was a brilliant interception
1: by Butler as Buckley comes on for Alan Murphy Carlo 6-16 down 15 points 48 minutes gone in the Joe McDonough Cup you can listen to that live on the Carlo Frequency, Killian Buckley is in
2: yeah Alan Murphy had a really good first half but uh, you know it's a bit of a tough decision to take him out I suppose but anyway he's gone out now and a uh, chance for Killian to nail down a marker now for the next day which I'm sure he'll be
1: eager to do Awfully one thirteen, carried thirteen points the latest score from the other Joe McDonough Cup going on. Forty-six minutes gone there. Cunning with the sixty-five. And it goes over yeah he's good on the freeze he missed one in the first half but that as you say was into a strong
2: breeze he's now got five four freeze and a 65 so good score by him and as I said it keeps the respectability there for another while a very good second half by Antrim in fairness to them
1: Kilkenny 419 Antrim 312 49 minutes gone in the game Kilkenny looking for more a long diagonal ball bouncing just outside the Antrim 20 metre line Billy Ryan is being fouled and it will be a free into Kilkenny yeah it's a harsh decision on the Antrim player I thought it was a free actually the other way but uh, Billy Ryan worked hard to get
2: across to it and uh, uh, you know it's an easy chance for TJ here now Stephen Rooney yeah I think he was unfortunate there I didn't yeah. think, you know it was very harsh. it was right down in front of us and you know he could have let the play go it was kind of more pulling out one another if you like but handy one for TJ now
1: Antrim who put up a fight against Wexford away from home but ultimately lost and who could have and probably should have beaten Dublin here they've got one point coming into this game Kilkenny. With 3 having had that victory against Westmeath facile as it was and that draw at home to go TJ Reid ensures that the win will be secured here in Belfast certainly getting closer to securing it anyway 4.20 Kilkenny 3.12 for Antrim the free just outside the 20 just to the right of the D on the clubhouse end 49 and a half minutes gone Kilkenny leading by 32 points to uh, 21 when you make the conversion Antrim going with that long ball again it's yet a good result so far but David Blanchfield Is the victim of a high hurley there Nothing too vicious But it was clumsy It's a free out I should say It's yielded good results so far In the second half They didn't try it much In the first They went direct with the puck outs But that didn't work And Antrim From what I've seen of them so far Have kind of abandoned What they've been doing all year Working it through the lines And they've gone with the long ball in Towards the edge of the square And that is working It is definitely They've got two goals from it uh, In the second half
2: Closed court inside Currigan Park The car park will
1: remain closed For 30 minutes after the game are you listening to the announcement because you are, are parked park in here
0: no I'm, not. I'm in the other one down there
1: <laughs> okay. I was wondering why you stayed quiet for the announcement did you think oh, they were announcing god. free tea or coffee uh, or something uh, the day gets worse <laughs> <laughs> oh god wouldn't want to miss any of that free tier coffee Patrick Walsh receives the ball on his own 45 hits it down the wing looking for Cody looking perhaps for Keown it is Cody who comes out to meet it. Cody gets a shot away despite being surrounded by Saffron the shot from just inside the 45 beside the sideline it's a wonderful score from old Cody and it's now Kilkenny 421 Antrim 312 51 minutes gone yeah he's first of the day which won't please
2: him but that was Savage really really good score and uh, you know we know that he has that in his locker
1: a brilliant score Fantastic score! Let's find out what's happening in the Connacht final. Well, oh, Mark has gone.
2: Pulled his hamstring there. Another key player gone for him. I said he didn't look comfortable from the start, and he's now going to go off the field here. That's another man gone.
1: The amount of times he's played injured for Antrim yeah. is phenomenal.
2: Yeah, no, he's hammering is gone. There's no point in waiting around here. That, like yeah. He just signalled to the line straight away. He's been having a very good second half in fairness to him, and another massive blow to, to Antrim, and of course, they can't. You know, they're, they're, yeah. I, I believe they're down three first-choice first choice Yeah, forwards. they are. Yeah. yeah, and now they've a fourth, obviously, coming in with him. So it's it's probably no wonder the result is the way it is, but he's a huge loss coming off, because as I said, he's been causing, and that's serious enough. He's barely able to walk off here
1: Well Donald Nugent will come on I presume he'll be a direct And like for like replacement He's yeah, a big man Who'll big stick man. himself At the edge of the square Also coming in Owen O'Neill So it's a double substitution 52 minutes gone Kilkenny 4.21 Antrim 3.12 At half time It was 4.16 To 1.7 In the uh, Connacht final For those of you interested It is goalie 5 Sligo 4 points in the uh, McDonough Cup Joe McDonough Cup Carlo 6.17 down 17 points uh, there's 52 minutes gone there it's live on the Carlo frequency 49 minutes gone between Offaly and Kerry Offaly by four there fourteen to 13 points
2: Yeah and uh, here he comes uh, great servant obviously to hurling in general but certainly turns from hurling and uh, you know he's you know, well, the
1: worry is that that's him for the well, championship.
2: That's he, he, uh, he's gone for the championship. He's 35, six years of age now, and he's in a bad way. It's not, it's not a nice one. Um,
1: yeah. You know, that's a pity because he's such a really good player and a really good fellow as well. Actually, uh, I've got absolutely. to know over the years. 100% the same as yeah. Antrim have a free just outside the 65. It's worked over to Paddy Burke. Who scored against Kilkenny in the league uh, here a couple of months uh, he ago. Was, uh, he's I was, unlucky. I
2: was going to say his signature point. He gets him in every game, but he missed that one, so it's a bit of hard luck there. But a uh, big blow for
1: Antrim, and he's he's in good form. He's smiling anyway. 53 minutes gone Kilkenny 4.21 Antrim 3.12 they go long with the puck Billy Ryan takes it between the 20 and the 45 Stephen Rooney is playing buckaroo with them. it's a free in to Kilkenny
2: yeah free in to Kilkenny and uh, that, that bit of a run Antrim had I think it was about ten. now Kenny are getting back on top here again and uh, a handy free for TJ to put over the bar well Antrim rallied did it and you have to give them credit for that like it was 4-16 to 1 seven and a half time they've scored 2-5 in the second half already and you know they've, they've been a bit unlucky once or twice as well and Kenny's just tipping away at the scores now and I think they're about to pull away I think Antrim have had their purple patch unless they can get another high ball in and maybe get a goal off it again
1: TJ Reid between the 45 and the 20 metre line on the right channel clubhouse end of the ground TJ Reid straight as an arrow over the crossbar 4.22 for Kilkenny 3.12 for Antrim 54 minutes gone in the second half live on KCLR with thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at Lahartz the home of Skoda in Kilkenny LaHart's Skoda.ie. Skoda.ie yeah, Walter Welch is on now
2: so the experienced players coming into the team um, Walter Welch Gillian Buckley and Paulie Welch on so
1: Uh, coming off as Tom feeling who's worked incredibly hard today the wind has picked up again it is in Antrim's favour they go long with the puck that's Elliot ball won back by Richie Reid who flicks it out to Martin Joan. Mossy as he has been called on the official Kilkenny Twitter account so that answers that question I think he answers to both Kilkenny lose the ball then try to win it back on the 65 it goes loose again Mullen tries to flick it up one-handed John Donnelly has it the strong man John Donnelly inside the 65 gives it to Wally Walsh his first possession since coming in he has a strike from just inside the 45 tight enough angle and it drops across the face of goal and wide 54 minutes 52 seconds gone in the game Kilkenny 4-22 Antrim 3-12 a busy sporting day in Belfast because the Irish Cup final is going on down the road in Windsor Park that's uh, between Ballymena and Crusaders Owen oh. O'Neill oh, no, it almost fell to him in the square but he didn't react quick enough and Podrick Walsh pickpockets him brilliant defending by Podrick Walsh who then got it off to Richie Reed. Richie Reed gets it out it's taken inside the 45 it's Mossy Keown who launched it diagonally from inside his 45 looking for TJ Reed. TJ Reed missed it but Billy Ryan does get there Ryan can't get it into the hand Wally Walsh can just outside the D to the right and he pops it over Good score from Wally Walsh. Kilkenny 4.23, Antrim 3.12, 15 minutes gone. Yeah, Kilkenny got back on top again now and uh, running the points over the bar at the reeds, really, and a uh, good score there. 115, off the 13 points, carrying the Joe McDonough. Carlos 6.17, down 18 points. Brendan Hennessy in Ballycrown as we speak, bringing you that game on the Carlo frequency. Killian Buckley runs it up to the 65, hits it, looking for the hand of Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan couldn't take it. Antrim gather it back through Nilo Connor. Nilo Connor inside his own 45, grass bank side of the stadium, drops it on the D. Kilkenny sweep it up. I think maybe they've dropped an extra player back there because yeah. they're not as susceptible to the high and long ball as they were early in the second they're half.
2: They're dead right. They've come to grips with it now, all right, and they've, they've done the last few uh, quite comfortably enough, so they have come to grips with that situation. Uh, where they were vulnerable there at the start of the second half. They've dropped bodies back a bit and
1: that's after helping there. But look, where do you see that? Now They stopped the drift. Now be sure to stay tuned as at full time we're bringing you analysis and reaction to today's game with Aidan Taggy-Fogarty eight time All-Ireland winner he's actually got a legal requirement that we have to say that and Shane O'Keefe no times All-Ireland winner they're back in studio or else they have eight between them. (laughs) well that's a good way of putting it we have two between us our post game analysis with thanks to country style foods uh, local food for local people eight times All-Ireland medal winner and brilliant dancer fantastic dancer yeah funnily enough when he was named for Dancing with the Stars and he is listening to us and I'm fully okay with embarrassing him (laughs) one or two of his teammates said if it was ever going to be anyone it was going to be him because he's a good dancer and he all jokes aside that is not easy to do he did prove how good he is all we got he did yeah Yeah, yeah. and for making a change Jared Walsh is being taken off Caelan McKernan is coming in So we'll resume with the Kilkenny free Just inside the Antrim 45 Two or three metres in off the sideline 57 and a half minutes gone Kilkenny 4.23 Antrim 3.12 More competitive games await for Kilkenny um, You would expect them to beat Dublin But sometimes Dublin can come up with the performance In the Leinster Championship We've seen that over the yeah, years Yeah but
2: they've got several taverns from Kilkenny The last few years And they're coming to Northern Park So I couldn't see anything about a
1: Kilkenny victory there Well the game is against... Um, Westmeath, Antrim and Wexford that Dublin would really expect victories and well they've partially done that job Wally Walsh has won a break gets up to the 13 goes outside to TJ who's practically on the end line so he plays across it was a good ball as well popping it over his own Cody Cody thought about going for a goal for a second he was on the 13 just outside the uh, square but there was just too many bodies between him and the post so he put it over Kilkenny 4-24, Antrim 3-12 58 minutes gone, yeah. as I was saying about Dublin they've won one of the games that they've targeted that was against, uh, Wexford. well two of the games sorry, yeah. against Wexford, yeah. against Westmead and yeah. the draw against Antrim So, yeah, they may or may not need
2: one more point but yeah. it depends on Wexford I suppose but uh, it's very hard to see them get no no Nolan
1: Park and then Kilkenny go away to Wexford. Those two have had great duels in the last couple of years. Donal Nugent does want to break for Antrim just outside the 20 meter line. They have advantage coming. Nugent couldn't affect the hand pass, not the way he wanted to anyway. So they will come back for the free just outside the D right hand side. 59 minutes gone. Kilkenny 424, Antrim 312.
2: Yeah, and uh, Nugent did well. And they've caused a bit of bother. They've caused a bit of bother. That direct high ball has definitely caused trouble. Hugh O'Leary probably getting the yellow card now, and that's very. He didn't. He just got a taken from the ref. But they have caused a bit of bother. There's no question. Or doubt about that with, that with that ball going in. And uh, the, another Suffolk, Kenny, now, and Richie Hogan. Richie ball. Hogan. So great to see him. That's all the
1: experienced players coming in. Uh, the free will be taken from just inside the D. He snuck a few metres there, Cunning. Offaly 118, Kerry 13 points 15 minutes to go in that Joe McDonough Cup game Offaly pulling away there, down 19 points but Carlo 6.18, 57 minutes gone in their game in the Joe McDonough that game live on the Carlo Frequency Galway 2.6, Sligo 4 points no real surprise there in the Connacht Championship and uh, Tierney has just got another goal there for Galway, so Galway will be Connacht Champions for the second year in a row Kilkenny coming forward through Dara Corcoran inside the 65 inside the Antrim 65 crossfielder to Billy Ryan who takes it out in the sky Wally watches inside takes it on himself instead runs across the 20 metre line and puts it over four points from play for Billy Ryan Kilkenny 4.25 Antrim 3.13 ten minutes to go
2: very good score, very well worked in, and he did very well to win it. Andrew Mullin is coming off, and Richie Hogan is coming on. Uh, he he has played very well in that full forward line, actually in the second half, and uh, as I said, a very very good finisher.
1: Have they found a midfield pairing? Not I don't Judge from today, I, anyway. I don't
2: know because I know it is, you know. I'm not sure they have. But it'll be interesting to see. Both of them are gone off now, but I'm sure. Look, that's to
1: run the bench as well, and both of them had their very good moments in the game. And it's a hot day as well, so it does take it out of the players. Richie Hogan won a ball, gives it down the line to Walsh. Wally Walsh, Walsh taking on his man. in the end he just kind of steps outside of him that's Niall O'Connor gets to the 20 metre line and hits it over good score by Walter Walsh and Kilkenny are really seeing this one home in style 4.26 to 3.13 61 minutes gone Yeah very good score and uh, good cameo from him two points from play and uh, you know that's always good to see so he'll be pressing hard now again You're a manager do you judge players on what they do off the bench in a game like this that's so one sided as Antrim have a chance to McKenna ball on stick kind of pops it over off the stick from the 20 metre line good score clever score his third from play in the game and it is uh, 3.14 Antrim 4.26 Kilkenny 61 minutes gone
2: yeah you asked the question the danger is you probably might judge him off it and it's not a very fair judgement because this thing had been gone out of the game completely it was over but look at the fella that's coming on is mad to score himself or mad to play well and that's all you can ask
1: all breaks just inside the 45 as the wind picks up It's still warm but it is windy Richie Hogan trying to dispossess Bohill But it falls kindly for Stephen Rooney Stephen Rooney, ball and stick Goes short with the hand pass Antrim trying to work it out Oh there's just a little bit too much on the stick pass From McKernan and it goes out over the line For a line ball to Kilkenny between the 65s Right in front of the south stand Well it's the only stand here but it is called the south stand
2: yeah, a bad pass by Antrim it was unfortunate because they had worked it well to get it out of here and if they had got it out right that would have been away but uh, they, they missed time the pass went over his head and
1: out, over the line so line bar for Kilkenny Reaction to come a little bit later hopefully from Derek Ling or whoever Kilkenny provides to chat to us I'm sure it'll be someone Richie Reid took it at speed got it back to David Blanchfield who hits a diagonal over towards the 20 metre line TJ Reid coming out to meet it TJ Reid breaks the ball keeps it going pulls one hand it gets it to his teammate, who swats a pass towards the wing forward position can Kenny get the free because I think it was uh, Kion who was being held off the ball there the Antrim defender had his arms wrapped around him he was practically giving him a hug I think it was a tackle rather than a hug by the Antrim man but it's been a judge to foul 4.26 to 3.14 62 and a half minutes gone Yeah another Antrim player in trouble down here in front of us and
2: that's that comes from what I just said to you at the start uh, about the games in a row for these fellas they're just not used to the pace and uh, Conor Boehl who's quite a good game is speaking to the physio here so he probably might have to go as well and if they worry about from an Antrim point of view is they've suffered a few injuries here today
1: he's continuing on but he doesn't look 100% The physio who also works with the Belfast Giants hockey team ice hockey and I was um, curious before the game as to whether or not the injury profile between the ice hockey players and the hurlers is similar kind of felt like it was ice hockey when we were up here earlier in the league it was so cold but uh, beautiful day today they tried to go to the wing with the puck out Keelah Malloy got to it but dropped it out over the line line ball to Kilkenny between the 65s a long-ish trip up for Kilkenny Depending on what part Of the county You come from But uh, they'll go back With the two points So they'll be happy With that You can fly up here In about uh, three hours From Kilkenny actually Like it's motorway All the way It's actually quite A pleasant journey Lovely yeah. people, people think if of it As being far you, away you weren't Locked into a car park in go For <laughs> a half an hour Or whatever I th- ah, Look you'd I th- be th- sitting In traffic If you tried to get out hours ah, yeah, after I'll the enjoy, game Anyway
4: enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.
1: Just enjoy the Belfast sunshine I will It's <laughs> rare I would Get to say that to anyone anyway. <laughs> Make your way down To Windsor Park You'll get there For the second half yeah, Of the I Irish do that. Cup Final yeah, yeah. Crusaders and Ballymena would actually be a decent enough game I was... Lyle um... Brennan coming on for Martin Cohen there Or Mossy doing whichever Niall Brennan is in This downy man Mossy having collected a hat trick today I think Tommy Walsh calls him Mossy So that's good enough for me Yeah, that'll have to do all. So. That's it We resume with an Antrim free between the 65s Cunning takes it, makes his way forward, strikes it, strikes it straight and through. Tight enough angle, so it's a good free. Well taken. 3.15 Antrim, 4.27 Kilkenny, 64 and a half minutes gone. Yeah, good score by him. He's took, he's taken the freeze very, very well, in fairness. And uh, that was uh, nailed on. Beauty. This game on Casey over thanks to the full range of commercial vehicles at LaHartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Le Harts, Volkswagen.ie TJ Reid looking for Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan's on the 13 metre line. He is being held. It's a free into Kilkenny. Yeah, free in for
2: Kilkenny. Good ball in by TJ there. And uh, Billy Ryan has been causing that number 17 a lot of trouble. Uh, Stephen Rooney and uh, ref has enough of this. That's his third foul, I think. So, yeah, yeah card there f- for persistent fouling.
1: TJ Reid getting another game under his belt that's good isn't it
2: yeah it has to be good yeah, and he's looked sharp and he's looked you know, he's looked well But as I said you, like that, all that judgment has to be deserved for another day but he has looked sharp and uh, you know got a goal early in the game and has distributed the ball very well and as usual this part of his
1: game is flawless free taking another well one presumes three games to go for him in the Leinster Championship before they get into the uh, All-Ireland semi-finals if they go that route if they go straight if they win the championship Galway might have something to say about that Dublin and Wexford who are still in contention as well although for Wexford it is highly highly unlikely given last night's loss to Dublin
2: yeah no I think they're in big bother uh, now Ocean that was a big match and uh, you know they may they'd probably have to get something now in the game, but the form at the minute that, that doesn't look a possibility they're still turned stand over that Kilkenny and Galway will meet in the Leinster final it looks nailed on they're just ahead of everybody else at the moment
1: well Wexford will tell you Miracles can happen At Chadwick's oh, Wex- yeah, Park before. yeah it has before before And that will be a really good test For Kilkenny They're being tested here By uh, Antrim's Macaulay But he spilled it Got it up again Antrim get Well I was going to say A shot away But it turns out to be A high dropping ball Or was it a shot It's a square, a square ball, ball Yep yeah, square ball A lot of talk about square balls In last night's game Yeah But uh, none of them actually were no, When you watched
2: it back All good decisions Yeah, yeah. all the correct decisions And uh, that one looked at the referees Closer
1: to the pitch than us But yeah. it went white anyway what a game that was between tip and court particularly the ending last night Limerick and clear last week as well Walter Walsh takes a ball out of the sky pops it off for the run of Owen Cody ball on stick up to the 20 goes outside to TJ who drops it then pulls it on the ground and buries it TJ can score any way you want he looked to take it cleanly he dropped it and as it kind of trickled towards the end line just outside the square on the left hand side he pulled on it and it flew past Ryan Elliott 5-28 to Kilkenny 3-15 to Antrim Three minutes to go.
2: Yeah, and again nothing much to be said. He actually actually time to drop the ball, lay at his feet, and he still buried it, so that'll tell you where the marking was and it's just a matter of finishing it out now.
1: Second goal of the game for TJ Reed. They're looking for more. Kenny and Buckley up to the 65, tries a diagonal looking for Billy Ryan, falls to TJ Reed inside the forty-five, casual as you like, turns, hits, misses. Yeah, someone better check that that is actually TJ Reed. <laughs> collector's item (laughs) but like that tells you all you need to know about TJ Reid even when he makes a mistake he still does something amazing it was a really good finish it looked deadly yeah Yeah, yeah. well he put his hand up and I don't know did he take his eye off it or did he just fumble it or knowing TJ he could have decided you know what I'll pull on it see how that works out here's Owen Cody puts it over the top for the run of Buckley Buckley sailing up to the 20 metre line had a bit more grass to run into chose not to just popped it over from the right hand side in front of the south stand Kilkenny 5.29 Antrim 3.15 two minutes to go the draw forward, Yeah. Oh, do you want to stay quiet here, here to score. see if you won the draw another good score I wasn't in it that's a way to get all the White ticket 101 to 105 I wonder did Taggy or Shane back at base have it ball aimed down towards the run of O'Neill he can't get there but Antrim to their credit win the possession inside it goes to James McNaughton just outside the Kilkenny 45 McNaughton has a shot which has the distance and the accuracy a good one as well and they a bit more respectability on the score, scoreboard. Kilkenny 529, Antrim 316. A minute and a half to go. Yeah, good score,
2: and it just keeps them taking over the scoreboard. They have a respectable total, in fairness, 316, but obviously
1: they've conceded a massive score. And they will look at that first half with a lot of regret. because will, yeah, yeah. Look, Kilkenny are a better team than them, that's fair enough, but they just didn't show up. And who knows what might have happened if they put in their second half performance in the first half as they let another shot oh, go with Niall it. McKenna. Thought was going over, but old Murphy jumped in the air and stopped it from going over the crossbar. If we were in Crow Park, it might have gone to Hawkeye. And it might would have, have gone yeah, well, and I think it would have been over as well. Yeah, and I'd agree with you. Yep, ball drops on the 45. It's Kilkenny who have it to John Donnelly, cushions a stick pass to TJ Reed. TJ Reed. TJ Reed drops it on the ground, gets it up, gets away from McKenna. TJ Reed hits a ball across the 65. And the man who received it, tries oh. to pick out Killian Buckley. It does come to Buckley, more by accident than design. It's Walter Walsh who has it. Stick passes to John Donnelly. Donnelly, who's outside the 45, tight enough angle. John Donnelly with a golf-style swing through the ball. Misses, it ends up in the rough and wide. Kilkenny 5.29, Antrim 3.16, 20 seconds to go
2: yeah and uh, John has worked as very hard as normal and uh, just accuracy lacking there today
1: but we'll save it for another day as I say it will indeed Antrim probing for more oh a fumble there by uh, I think it was McCauley who couldn't keep a hold of it it does go out over the line after the stick of Richie Reid so it will be a line ball to Antrim which they'll take to McKernan McKernan just inside the Kilkenny 65 hits it to Richie Reid it was almost like he was passing it to him Richie Reid gives it outside found Podrick Walsh Podrick Walsh just taps it back for the run of David Blanchfield David Blanchfield collects it on the stick he's inside the 45 has a look up has a lot of space to run into winds up and hits a diagonal looking for Walter Walsh he found Wally but Wally couldn't keep it in the hand and he spilled it and Antrim have it back and if he'd taken it on the move he had a direct path to goal Antrim looking to work something here McKenna's between the 65s could have passed it out wide instead takes on the shot and McKenna gets a great score a fantastic score 30 seconds into injury time Kilkenny 5.29 Antrim 3.17 he's played very well Niall McKenna his
2: fourth score from play and he's he's done very very well and in fairness to them look they put up a much better second half the game was over at half time but uh, they have tried much better in the second half and got some nice scores and scored 3.10 altogether so I suppose they're 2.10 that's not a bad day as well it's not
1: bad at all they're still fighting Antrim they're still looking to chip away at that scoreboard they play a ball low but Richie Reader intercepts it on the 45 he's on 45 drops it wins it back again then loses it great little flick in there by Owen O'Neill can Antrim get another score through McKenna he's closed down so he's got to get the pass away which he does the shot comes from James McNaughton who's looking for his second from play they've both been beauties 71 and a half and it's gone almost Kilkenny 529,
2: Antrim
5: 318. Very good score two very good scores in a row and Kilkenny
2: uh, had to with the puck outs again Look, no pressure at all It's
1: Yeah it was floated to Niall McKenna no McKenna got it whatsoever. back to uh, sorry oh, to Niall Brennan I beg your pardon and he just hit it back inside they went long then towards the half forward line TJ Reid looking on as Walter Walsh goes in to try and win it but it had gone a cross the line and it's a line ball to Kilkenny between the 45 and the uh, 20 metre line inside the Antrim half look to me like uh, perhaps maybe Richie Hogan was fouled there Referee lets it go Paddy Burke gathers it On his own 20 metre line Puts it on the stick Runs up towards the 45 Goes with the hand pass Finds his man That is uh, McKernan McKernan Hits it long Looking in the corner For Conor Johnson He's already got one goal He's held up really well Kilkenny then through Podrick Walsh Take it off the ground With the stick And Padraig Walsh Gives it to own Cody Cody between the 65s Measures Shoots Goes for it Cody Puts it over Does he? Yes he does It took its time But eventually it got there Kilkenny 5.30 Antrim 3.18 72 and a half minutes gone Yeah I'm not sure how much is left in injury might do us all a favour and blow it up at this stage but uh, play on Don't forget Kilkenny next up for them it's Dublin on the 20th of May that game will be live on KCLR all the build up will be on KC Law as well, as well as the website scoreline.ie. TJ Reid looking to add to his tally, to Kilkenny's tally, his shot from just outside the D goes over the crossbar. 5.31 to 3.18, 73 minutes gone. More post-match reaction to come, by the way, to this game with Aidan Fogarty and Shane O'Keefe with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. The puck out comes from Ryan Elliott beaten five times today but I would suggest he could do absolutely nothing about any of the five goals ball breaks breaks for Cunning inside the Kilkenny 45 at an angle he has a shot he's capable good score and he does get the score it's actually not a bad scoreline It's actually it's a brilliant yeah.
2: scoreline yeah. 319, you know, savage scoreline We would have won many games But they've conceded way too much at the other end But look, as I said, they've they've stayed at it They've given their best And look, it's been like an exhibition match Rather than a championship match As I've said on many occasions uh, there's The level of tackling in it is very poor But they've stayed at it And here's another chance now
1: The shot coming from Paul Boyle From a long way out inside He's over 65 That's a fantastic score From substitute Paul Boyle and it's Antrim 3.20, Kilkenny 5.31, 74 minutes gone.
2: Yeah, brilliant score. I'm not sure how much is left. Surely he'll blow it up now. And uh, 3.20, a great score.
1: But uh, there it says, time up. Kilkenny have come to Belfast and won. They've got revenge for that All-Ireland semi-final of 1943. That The last championship meeting here between these two. Kilkenny 5.31, Antrim 3.20, the final score. The Cats too hot to handle on a warm day in Belfast for Antrim. Yeah, absolutely.
2: The hard work was done in the first half. Ocean in the first ten or fifteen minutes, really, Kennedy just went to town on Antrim, and the game was over, four sixteen to one seven at half time. Credit to Antrim; they battled away in the second half, uh, scoring two 13 for them. And uh, you know, at, at least they
1: they came out with some credit. But look, as I said, the game as a contest was well over at half time. Post match reaction to come from the Kilkenny camp. Also, analysis from Taggy and Shane O'Keefe. I don't think there's not there's much more we yeah. can add from here in Corrigan Park, so we'll leave you with the final score on a warm day in Belfast. Kilkenny 531, Antrim 320.
5: KCLR Live Sport. The Leinster Senior Hurling Championship Kilkenny versus Antrim. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at LaHartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LaHartzVolkswagen.ie
0: Yes, Kilkenny coming away with a big victory in that one a drive for five five goals for the Cats getting off the mark in the Championship we'll be back with all the reaction with Aidan Taggy-Fogarty in just a minute
4: Podcasts on KCLR Scoreline Extra Weekly Sport Interview Highlights and Bonus Content
5: You know, the younger lads are doing well as well there's still a bit to go and we won't be getting you know, we won't be getting too carried away but look, they're they're doing well and um, we're trying to get a bit of a balance into the team mixing the I suppose a bit of youth in there as well, but um, you know, so far,
2: so far they've all been very good. And um, you know, we've a week. I suppose every week we're working hard, and come the weekend, then we're looking to try and put in performances. But you know, it's it's about just getting the work in now this time of year, and you know, getting ready for Antrim in February.
4: Podcasts on KCLR available now wherever you get your podcasts. Download and discover today for free. KCL or post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods local food for local people
0: you're very welcome back to Scoreline. It is myself here with Aidan Taggy-Fogarty. Messages coming in. Great match. Go on, TJ Reid. That's coming in from Bridget. Caroline messaging saying the Kilkenny backline are leaking goals. It's not quite good. Uh, Kilkenny are also playing because they're allowed to play. It's the Munster teams that will tell how good they are. I'm joined by Aidan Taggy-Fogarty. If you want to keep those messages coming in for Taggy, 833 the dinnersready.ie contact line. Uh, Taggy, will will with the second half um, before we kind of go into an overall thing was there a concern with Antrim coming into the game a bit more I think they scored 2-4 unanswered and uh, Kilkenny allowing that to happen
3: um, yeah look um, Antrim obviously got their purple patch uh, they obviously had a few chase words at half time and came out and uh, look hit the ground running to be fair 2-4 uh, you're dead right 2-4 to 3 pints in the first 10 minutes uh, that, that was the scoreline so um, look I think teams will always get a purple patch but the boring thing for me was maybe th- the goal scenario um uh, the, the long ball they kind of changed up their tactic a small bit and Antrim just went long and tried to hit McManus uh, in the edge of the square which uh, um, they got uh, dividends off of uh, so that's that's a small bit worrying yeah to, was, um, to them long balls to the square that Kilkenny couldn't deal with um, now in fairness to the management team they, they they pulled back their half back line and they brought back Blanchfield kind of uh, in front of them and stuff like that so that, that, that kind of uh, nullified their threat but um, yeah the the, the long ball to the square was a, was a factor and and that's the worrying part um, now Kilkenny obviously kicked on but uh, yeah it's it's something to look at
0: Uh, Speaking about Kilkenny kicking on they did so in style two more goals in the second half we talked about how we were lamenting the fact that they weren't been able to get any goals within uh, the opening two championship rounds and you know the league wasn't as fortuneless in regards to goals as well but coming away with five from Corrigan Park we talked
3: about being a fortress you know it's no easy feat uh, no it's not um, they were looking for goals uh, they, they looked a little bit intent on actually getting goals there today uh, if they didn't score goals today Shane I'd be very 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 worried uh, looked at the, the whole place opened up for them um, there wasn't a glove laid on TJ you know, dropped the ball and even had time to pull on it and Mickey Welch references already like that should not happen in championship you get one chance to bury a goal and if you, if you drop it it should be cleared and um, so, look, yeah, scored five goals. Probably, I won't say missed because, in fairness to Elliot in the goal, who's a uh, brilliant, brilliant day for him, uh, so, uh, made three really, really good saves. But we could have had another two, if not three more goals. So, But today, you want to be scoring goals, Shane, because of the whole thing opened up for him.
0: Uh, just going back to the messages that came in there Kilkenny being allowed to play and we alluded to it in the first half no one was laying a glove on him and the halfback line were clearing up the puck outs it wasn't changed up until the second half as well is that a sentiment that you would share just Kilkenny being allowed to play but when they're coming up against the Munster teams they're not going to have that freedom
3: um, well it's yeah it's a, tr- it's a true statement um, were, the, Antrim got a very very poor start they, as I said already they needed they needed a good start um, and, they needed, and they didn't get it um, they they didn't put it up to they were a small bit I don't know whether it was nervous or a bit small bit off but you know second half performers to be fair to them you know it scored 2-13 two, in the second half and uh, Kilkenny scored one fifteen. Uh, so way better in the second half and Kilkenny uh, just had enough done um, so it wasn't their fault it, it was just Santram or below par and uh, yeah for sure um, the Munster they're going to get a, a tougher task off the Munster teams um, but at the minute we're in Leinster and all we can do is play the Leinster teams and, and that's what we're doing and Albeit, all we, we, well, it looks like we'll be in a Leinster final and we'll um, get through to another Ireland series. And then, yeah, we'll be tested by the Munster teams. And I'm not saying that Munster teams are going to be better, they're going to absolutely put up a, a, a serious task. But Kilkenny always uh, hold their own when they meet uh, any team in the in the um, Ireland series, which you've seen already. You know, got to Ireland last year and were only a, a few bucks of a ball off Limerick. So, uh, not too much between them, but they're totally 100% is going to be tougher tasks ahead. Uh,
0: 17 points ahead at half time, finish the game 17 points ahead so it was an even second half. Um, Antrim scoring 320,
3: that's a big score and would win the lot of games yeah no for sure like uh, big score I think just kind of the, the, the way the game kind of went there was no kind of energy in it it was kind of um, just kind of very loose uh, kind of scoring so a, a lot of players um, had time and, and had um, time to look up and, 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 and take opportunities and things like that so um, look, there was just no intensity in the game And uh, but the way Hurling has gone as well uh, the, the scoring margin is has is go, is gone up massively you know you're talking championship games now 20 points plus 28 points plus seem to be the seems to be the norm, and uh, uh, that that that's what we're just dealing with. But uh, it, it's a big score by Antrim, and you know it would actually win a lot of games apart from they just leaked an awful lot at the, at the far end as well, you know. But uh, I wouldn't be too worried about the, the the high score, and it's just that the way the game and the way the intensity was it was it was a practice match kind of a open of a field kind of feel to it.
0: I want to say hello to our Carlo listeners as well as we're back at full frequency. We'll have post match reaction from Carlo's massive game against Down. And by massive, I mean what a score 623 to 28 points. Now, we know that Offaly was 124 to 16 points in their round four Joe McDonough Cup game as well. So it's advantage Carlo going over Offaly as they're going to, or over Kerry as they're going to meet Offaly in the next round. And we'll be, as I said, dealing with the post match reaction from the managers in just a bit. But for now, we're on that uh, Clickeny game Clickeny versus Antrim. For Carlo listeners, it was Kenny five thirty one to Antrims three twenty. A lot of goals scored between those two games. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> to a series. As I say, goals in matches. Like uh, you see the game, uh, the Munster game last night, very high scoring game as well. Um, you know, there was, there was goals at, at either end. So that's just, that's just the way the game. And sometimes then, the, look, the match kind of takes on a game, a life of its own. You know, a famous phrase from Brian Cody, and uh, you know, it opened up. But I would be worried about that long ball uh, today uh, in terms of because they shouldn't be Kilkenny shouldn't be coughing up goals uh, that easily to a team who were playing so poorly it, you know I don't think that really should happen so I, I would be a spot bit worried in, in that fact and even against Galway the last day you know Cooney gone to a, a breaking ball and, and put one past them and had one or two more opportunities so it is an area of the field maybe that we'll have to look at
0: uh, As Caroline said the Kilkenny back line leaking goals as well when we were talking about the the, the half back line that were clearing up the, the puck outs and um, coming up against a a more clinical team and we've seen teams have this particularly Tipperary say in the league having a lot of chances coming away with the win but having a lot more chances it could have been a bigger score as well so when Kilkenny have been tested against the likes of Galway against the likes of Limerick and Tipperary maybe Cork as well but we came away from that semi-final is you mentioned that you're somewhat concerned but against a more clinical team like that's I know you'll say Kilkenny will probably
3: put up to any team but that's
0: for me is is a massive worry.
3: Yeah, uh, as we said, it is a worry <clears throat> um I do think um, it depends on the match itself and it does kind of depend on the intensity levels and, and who we're playing I think Elkenny will be a better team in a better game if that makes sense you know the, the the mentality of playing maybe the Munster teams the mentality of playing a Galway team you are really really clued in you know just big hits the intensity levels are, are just crazy towards, towards what, what they would be today so it depends on the match itself and, and who you're playing and um, um, it depends on the intensity level is going to bring depends on the other team as well but look at the end of the day teams are going to get goals there's no doubt about it like you know you've see, you seen cork last night you've seen Wexford and Dublin long balls to the square and you know t- people talk about uh, trying try to work goals to tell you that long ball can uh, pr- prove dividends at times
0: uh, Taggy, we'll be back in just a moment. I have a quick ad break there to take uh, keep those messages coming in. Oh three three oh six nine six nine six. A very interesting one in regards to the paywall behind games as well. I'd like to get your opinion on because it was something we both mentioned. So don't go anywhere.
4: KCL or post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people. Enjoying the match? Of course you were. Why wouldn't you be? But what if I told you there was an extra way to get your GAA fix? Introducing the Clash Act.
5: What was happening that, that Waterford Hurland had that big surge in, in, in the noughties like?
3: I need to make the we played Kilkenny in the semi-final. Kilkenny beat us that day by a point or two I think Niall Maloney got a goal DJ missed, it, missed it free and Niall Maloney pulled and won the game for us. Justin came in then and he bought a Another level, he went up another level. The hurling, the speed of the holding really came into it when I said from Colin Ball. They really bought the hurling speed. And, you know, I can remember being with Cash Moore, you'd, you'd be around the grass there for 10 minutes with no or getting your wrists up, getting your, the strength into your wrists, the way you could hit the ball faster and stuff like that. And he definitely bought a, an unbelievable professionalism as a coach, hurling coach. Could, to this day, he could cut a line ball over the bar. That's how skillful Justin was, like, you know, and he definitely bought the whole skill of the game for us when he came in up to another level.
4: The Clash Act. Listen back on scoreline.ie, the or app, or subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts. KCL or post-match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods local food for local people You're very
0: welcome back to the post-match analysis with myself and a All-Ireland winner Aidan Taggy Fogarty Taggy, before we get into a bit more analysis on the game as well I want to talk about something that seems to be a massive issue for a lot of GEA fans With all the championship hurling this weekend not one game being televised by our national broadcaster it is a scandal GEA HQ
3: should be ashamed expecting people to pay behind a, a paywall Um, Yeah, look A lot of talk about this Shane, to be fair Um, And I too think It's a bit of a scandalous Um, I think this weekend There wasn't one hurling game Being shown uh, Over the weekend On uh, terrestrial TV As we call it And uh, I just think That's very poor form I think With the hurling The way it is At the minute Is the league it's really counted for much so how much interest do people take in the league in general Uh, probably very little Uh, they probably tend to stay at home and probably with all the round robin games and championship they tend to kind of maybe go to them matches Um, and then the whole championship itself is so condensed in terms of the three months that they have to play off uh, the, the full championship. So, in my view, when the games, when the big games are actually on, you need to put them on um free-to-air television. Uh, take the take the game last night, uh, Tipperary versus Cork. Um, uh, cracker of a game. Um, and essentially perhaps maybe some of the older stock didn't get to see it and the thing I suppose before was uh, Sky um, had the rights so Sky had the rights and some people that had the subscriptions to Sky and uh, there was a massive massive uh, talking point uh, a couple of years ago about that but uh, like it's, it's amazing GA Go is part of RTE they, they own um, I think it's, it's 40% of GA Go own, uh, they own 40-50% of that so that's an RTE kind of run app so I suppose RT are kind of making money on it in terms of guys having to pay an extra 12 to 15 euro to get the game uh, streamed um, so like it, it, it's just not fair to, to, to the public I think um, even with the app for the older crew to download it uh, to put it up on a laptop um, it, look it, it's way more difficult than just having a sky channel uh, you know if to feed it in with a HDMI cable into the television uh, you have to stream it we even had trouble today yeah, yeah. L- logging in and trying to get it onto the, onto the television so that'll tell you the difficulty and then as well as that, outside of the, the, the hurling fraternity is small, and anyone who's going to watch that match is going to pay for it and is going to have it up on, on, on a setup that they can look at. But maybe even the likes of it having it in uh, maybe a pub and maybe the general public coming across it. say like even the World Cup final you know there was a lot of people at home maybe flicked onto it and seen god this is just a like huge spectacle massive game look at at how uh, exciting it is and people would have clued into it that didn't happen yesterday because it wasn't even on television so no one kind of flicked onto it just kind of willy nilly as I'll say and and kind of fed into it and it's our national sport and it's uh, as I said such a tight schedule it absolutely should have been on television the big games any of the games should be on television but to say there was no games live on on uh, terrestrial TV this weekend was an absolute scandal in in my view and it doesn't promote the game at the minute like we're not promoting the game as much as I feel we should have if anything we're taking we're trying to take bits of it we're condensing the season the league isn't as good as it was the Welsh Cups and all these are, are kind of even unheard of and now we're not even putting it on uh, live television and and, and, they're, and they're the brass facts they should be on television
0: but looking back say on the pandemic um, I think the GEA recorded 34 million worth of losses their revenue went from 73.9 million to 31.4 million at the time um, is this a way of them recouping it then by putting it behind a paywall and alternatively there was talks of Amazon coming into play which would be a, a lot smaller subscription base but that might be something that people would be behind in, in terms of costs
3: yeah look I'm, I'm not a guru in terms of what happens in RTE or what happens with the GEA the um, uh, facilitating the, the, the streaming of games but uh, look <laughs> I think everyone knows a lot of it comes down to money a lot of it comes down to the brass tax of where can we earn here where can we make make back a few quid and for sure it, it as I said if RTE owns half of this app uh, GEA Go that it, it is uh, feeding into the, the RTE stream of, of making money so I, I just don't understand the logic of it look we're paying whatever it is 150 for TV license whatever we should have an opportunity to see that to see the matches it's an amateur game the players aren't even getting paid for it and now you have to pay for a match on an app it's scandalous
0: yeah it's bad um, in terms of games clashing as well because we know that was it the Clare Limerick game clashed with the Leinster game and people would argue that there would be more interest in the Leinster game being broadcast on the national and that's something that we do here in KCLR matches clashing and down in Carlo we're clashing and we have the benefit of being able to swap over frequencies and stuff. So it when these big games are happening and we've seen it during the World Cup you had the, the club all earn them been played during the World Cup final as well like there's something have to be done with the GEA in regards to the appetite with other sports so they're not clashing and make it more TV
3: friendly yeah I, I absolutely agree and I think the G. A. really have to get involved here and really kind of start to promote the game and it's a, matches clash 100% no problem with that but why not have a service maybe because they're going to have it on the Sunday game anyway but why not have a service there maybe where you can have a split screen and decide what you want to watch and that, that, that'll that to take the clashing out of it, yes, there has to be cameras, but the cameras are there already because they're going to be at the Sunday game that night or whatever uh, servers they're going to do the highlights on. So why not have the option of just maybe flicking on a, on a split screen and deciding on, on watch and watch and watch rather than taking the option out of you altogether? Like so, matches clashes for me doesn't re, doesn't really tee up because you know as I said, just have just have an option there to to decide what game you want to watch. Uh, doubling up next for Clekenning. Um
0: it's two weeks time a bit of a rest I always ask this in terms of having that break after kind of going hard for three weeks Carlo experienced it had a week break and it did them the world of good today it seems but having that week break is that welcome by players or is it better to kind of run it all off and keep that momentum going
3: yeah I think every team is a a bit different um, I I would uh, I like the break I think as a Kilkenny's perspective and I know only know from a Kilkenny's point of view because that's, that's a setup I was involved in uh, um, Kilkenny seemed to do the breaks very well as do Limerick um, They seem Limerick to have a three week break they it? have a three, three week break yeah because they have the, the week after. they're supposed to have anyway uh, so they have a three week break so i um, I think it's important but I, I suppose it changed from my time Shanda, when I was playing because um, the matches are so up on top of each other now it's week on week on week in my time it was like you had three weeks between matches next thing you have six weeks between a Leinster final and a learn semi-final so mm-hmm. a, a massive break altogether. Um but I think the breaks are really important um, I, in terms of injuries in terms of rest in terms of um, you know getting the mind reset and, and, and refocusing for, for the latter stages of, of the championship um, as I said it works for some teams and not more so so others. You know, if you're in Flying form and you're not picking up knocks and you just want to play matches, kind of like a Cork maybe. You know, that they seem to suffer with the with, with taking breaks um, in Championship. They seem to kind of when they get on a roll. And there's teams like that. I kind of mentioned Wexford. You know, when when the tails are up and they're on a roll, the crowd are behind them. They're the supporters. It's all about them. They want to keep things going. But um, from from my perspective, a, a week is is very important in this day and age in a Championship to get to get things. Right.
0: message coming in there saying uh, Kilkenny will play better versus better opposition Taggy has a spot on as expected Kilkenny win by 5 goals and Kilkenny are poor and if they win by 25 points sure they're expected to do so job done Kilkenny win and we move on
3: yeah uh, we should get that man in here and do analysis to be I'll fair I'll frame that now for you Taggy <laughs> I'm happy with, I'm happy with that analysis yeah but look that, that's it like you know I think sometimes Shane yeah, I think analysis and can be over analysed uh, teams can be can be looked into too much yes of course you need to look into things but at the end of the day you, you just look at what's in front of you uh, the teams that to have to play uh, the Leinster the Leinster Championship the teams aren't as good as Galway and Kilkenny at the minute they, they've, they've gone back slightly and and it's been told um, Antrim and uh, Wexford and Dublin seem to be on a, a bit of 11 playing field and Westmead are, are just below par and you know once we have better opposition uh, once um, you know the better teams come through uh, it'll be wide open you know like you can imagine an iron series like it's kind of funny if you look at Limerick even now um, you'd be expecting to come out with Munster still like the only one loss don't get me wrong Um, but if you looked at Limerick in, a, in our Ireland series they'd be probably more favourites you know. and that's just the cut and thrust of mm. the Munster Championship and the way it's actually gone like they are all played two games I think they're only on they've all lost one mm. they've all won one like you just cannot <laughs> imagine. and even if you look at Leinster if you want to bring it down to that um. Got, got uh, Dublin haven't lost the game. Like you might think, oh they're not going great, but they still haven't lost the game. Like they drew a game, they beat they beat Wexford. We're playing them now in uh, two weeks' time, and uh, you know we're a better team. But you know, a Championship can show up strange results. So uh, exactly, you can only play what's in front of you. Kilkenny are doing their job, and uh, they're getting things done. Uh, there's room for improvement, and that's all we want.
0: Thank you, thank you ever so much for coming into us today giving us your expert analysis it's been an absolute pleasure uh, regardless of if we were having trouble trying to watch the game but don't worry you can always listen to it on KCLR we won't put it behind a paywall but enjoy the rest of the Sunday Will do thanks guys. Thank you very much Aidan Taggy Fogarty eight time All-Ireland winner there giving us his analysis we'll be back with more to Kenny Herlin action on Wednesday and on Friday the under 20s and the minor team all out in force Leinster semi-finals Leinster final And then of course with Kilkenny playing Dublin in two weeks' time and we'll be following the Joe McDonough Cup along very, very closely. Carlo coming up with a huge result against Down. We're gonna take a quick gab break there. Don't go anywhere.
4: KCL or post match analysis with thanks to Country Style Foods, local food for local people.